please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. He's here, everybody. The great announcer is here. Don't eat my soup. What are you talking, Spoonie Shears? We're talking about prostitution. Shut up, Elliot. I'm murdering. Know yourself. I'm the Tom Hanks of podcasting. I'm here now. Jimmy's here. Mad at tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello indeed yes welcome into the program episode 2414 that's what we're looking at today right your uh, last episode was 2413 you got to enjoy some moments from podcastathon 2019 the money still keeps rolling in on that uh, yeah, I don't have a tote. I wish I had uh, asked Caitlin for an updated tote. She's, she said today in an email she has to uh, do some deep digging for something. I okay. forget what it was. and Because uh, the last we talked to her was about 160. Well, I have to give her the updated download sales, too. I see. Because those always go crazy once the actual thing is up, which it is up now. If you uh, have not downloaded yet or if you haven't purchased it yet, uh, Podcast then 2019, all 12 hours and 25 minutes of audio and video are available at nevernotfunny.com. You can purchase that and proceeds to benefit Smile Train. So uh, enjoy that at your leisure. You can uh, purchase it and then download it the, however you get uh, the Players Club. If you don't get the Players Club, then you'll see on the site there's ex- instructions for how yeah. to do that. Uh, also, you can, uh, if you have not visited partcastathon.com yet, check that out. There's some uh, photos from uh, past years and stuff. Mm-hmm. and Eventually going to be some video clips from each uh, season. So go check that out. And uh, that's the end of the advertisement at the top of the show. What are we, Doug Benson? <laughs> what are we, Joe Rogan? Who is, what, what's with the advertising up top? Mm. That's not stuff that we do. Hey, see me at uh, Go Bananas Cincinnati this weekend. <laughs> that's where I'm going to be. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to be there with Hannah Hogan. This weekend in Cincinnati. So that's a... Uh, a thing to look forward to this weekend. And buy that coffee that Mark Maron won't shut up about. <laughs> Does he still do that? <laughs> I was just saying another guy who just plugs everything. Did I not say Maron? I said Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he also does. Uh, yes. Was he, he's uh, advertising a bow or or some jerky or something? <laughs> <laughs> or a bow you can use to hunt jerky. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By that you mean the jerky boys? You just send them out in a field and try yep. to shoot them with a bow and arrow? I mean, you know, you got to thin the herd huh? somehow. Huh, jerky? <laughs> Yeah, they Santa, seem to like this. Santa, whatever the fuck. God damn it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's in the top five hardest I've ever laughed in my life was the first time I heard the jerky boys. They're good. God damn it. Guy with the piano. That's the one I remember. Guy with the piano. I don't know if I remember that That's one. That's the one. I, I, he, uh, he puts the piano up his ass. People <laughs> seem to like this. I don't remember that one. I don't remember that one oh, either. Oh, man. Whew. I don't know if I ever went all the way through all of it. I just Is that true? Yeah. I mean, I listened to it, I, you know, but I wasn't like... I wasn't like, oh my god, this is so great! I got to listen over and over again. Oh, this is pre-internet, so there wasn't yeah. there. You, you, I mean, you, cassette. You had to find some entertainment, and once yeah. you found that, you you listened to it. I was in the car with Lord Corret. I've said it before in Madison, Wisconsin, and he said, "I got to play this," and I just was it the actual tape that they released? Like no, no, no. It was this, just this, that like bootleg. This was thing. that bootleg thing yeah, that was yeah. going around. That's the what I heard first too. Is like my my friend's brother had it, and I so I heard that, and then. Uh, and then I remember when that album came out, I listened to a little bit of that too. But. Yeah, the album, you know, it had some of the bootleg and then it had new ones and the new ones were okay. Yeah. But the ones like their first, 
I mean, when they miss, for me, yeah, it it was a, a Bugs Bunny swing and a miss. Like yeah. they got all three strikes in one swing. <laughs> but when they hit with you know with the uh, the shoes and the glasses and mm-hmm. uh, you know Saul and then the the sizzle chest yeah. th- that guy those right. two guys I don't really like the uh, Middle Eastern guy. I guess it was mm-hmm. the Indian right. guy that was not one of my favorites. But uh, but Saul was great. Saul was. Great. I think when I turned the corner was when I was in my uh, friend's dad's car and he was playing it in his car and laughing i was like okay i'm done <laughs> if oh, dad's gonna enjoy this but you're a dad now i am now but then i was 20 so i thought that was and what really was he uncool. 42 <laughs> yeah he was, he was probably 50 right but still uh, yeah. it's, it's uh no you're not on garen nope. what's going on your switch is on and it's not go- oh you know what yeah, i didn't turn you up we oh, didn't do mic checks oh yeah we did not do a mic check oh, yeah i did mine that's, that's better after your game of thrones hot take Fantastic. i just leave you off <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad adored the jerky boys he would listen to it and laugh like an idiot yeah he just wouldn't stop and then we listened to roy d mercer did i ever talk to you oh, i think i talked to you about roy d mercer before he's got to make he, he also makes prank phone calls yeah right? and it but it would be to like like per, like they would request it like you got to call my buddy and, right. and do roy uh, d mercer huh. it was for a radio station or something but that is so funny roy d mercer was good too that uh, there's the other guy out of uh, louisville Oh, Tom Mabe is also very good at that. He's a uh, he's hmm. good at the the phone calls. I'm sure every morning DJ's done their version of it. But uh, those <laughs> yeah. are the uh, those funny. Are the big ones. Yeah, I mean, if you do, if you if you could do it, well, there was the guy we talked about it before, Bill Brady in Chicago. I think we talked about it. Uh, the Barrel of Laughs. He was a comic, mm-hmm. and he would do it live from stage. He would call people. Yeah. And then eventually the town figured it out, <laughs> and he would then call up and go, "Oh right, yeah, listen, we got a situation." Go, is this Bill? Ah, you got me. <laughs> but it would be that, like, it would be, it, yeah. it wouldn't even get four sentences in and they would go, ah, is this the barrel? Yeah. So, yeah. It's it was, weird how prank calls had, a, like, a renaissance in that, like, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Like, when we were, the whole running gag on The Simpsons was Bart Simpson calling the bar. Oh, right. Them. Yeah. That must have launched a thousand children imitating it yeah <laughs> you, can, you can't do that today i guess can you really uh, i mean you can but you're no you can i mean you're gonna have to be more sophisticated you have to spoof your caller id you're gonna get a lot of voicemails you're gonna get a lot of answering <laughs> machines but didn't yeah. we we called some restaurant well we called a couple different places yeah, yeah. we called the romancing the bean that's right uh with, well that's a business though they have to answer right. you can't just call somebody's house and, no right right but uh, what's the we called that other was, place that, in, there in was glendale that, yeah the the one that was uh, that i did the jingle for <laughs> what was the deal why did we call them I don't remember why we called them though. Is that the one that you were not satisfied with in his answer? And you like got a little maybe short with them or something? It was at the end of the oh, you're like oh, by the way, we're recording this. Bye. Yeah, yeah. that's like, the one where I hung up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why. I'm sure eighteen thousand people will tell us. Uh, it what just that was yeah, about. I think it just came up in conversation, and then we felt the need to call them to ask them. Here's the weird thing for me. So. I did that video. My lady friend at the time helped me do the video of their thing, which is like, it was like 108 million or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Not two months later, I guess the Barnes firm and that other one separated and they changed their number to something and they had, you know, like whatever it is, seven, zero, 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 like seven, like they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which I was like, I mean, that's just a coincidence, right? Yeah. No, they probably heard. Do you think they listen? Do you think Barnes fans. listens? Wait, who's the other one? Salito? What's the other fellow's name? Salito and Barnes, injury attorneys. One eight eight. I don't know this one. You don't? No. You don't know Salito and Barnes? No, I, I think that's that. I think it's the right one. It is. Now, Why do you Barnes guys all know it and I don't? What's, what are you watching or listening to? It's that a I'm radio. Not? It's a radio. No, well, I always know it for a TV. Oh, I know a TV. TV. Yeah. Oh, all right. 
Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, they didn't break up. Who's the one that broke up? I thought it was it was Barnes. Yeah, it's Selena Barnes. Oh, I thought it was so. The, now there's the Barnes firm, and then there's. Didn't he go and start a bookstore with Noble? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> like, I can't do this insurance thing anymore. I gotta go. I gotta get out of legit. this. Legit. Yeah, because he's not legit. He's an ambulance <laughs> chaser. <laughs> Uh, so, say, so, sing so, it again. Selino and Barnes, injury attorneys, one eight hundred eight 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 eight. Well, now like, it's eight million. We well, yeah, but that's the thing is, it's not both of them. So yeah, yeah, yeah so you're saying up. they ripped off your idea of just calling it eight million? Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's the premise. I'm yeah. not saying that that's what happened, but that's the premise. Right. I think that's potentially more confusing in the. For the, for the public. Like, I think a lot of people don't go, know how to get I don't know million. how many zeros are in a I think you just keep pressing zeros till you, till <laughs> till it, it rings. Till it rings. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, remember in the old days they would, they would do something with it, but it was way too many digits and I guess they just figured it doesn't matter oh, yeah, it doesn't what matter. we do past this point, but they just wanted right. to complete the Carpeteria. When you heard carpeteria, <laughs> and then, carpeteria. And then it gets you there. Carpeteria. Was that theirs? Yeah. Speaking of thinking that I know jingles, thinking that there are fans of Never Not Funny out there doing stuff. Garen texted me yesterday. We both got very excited for a little while. He's playing. What's the name of the video game? Days Gone. There's a new video game called Days Gone. And he sent me a screen grab and it was like there was a sign within the game. There's like a, a sign that says Belknap Caves National oh, Monument. Yeah. What? And we're like, I was watching Schmidt. Oh, whoa. With, with that, too. And we're like, oh, my God, that must be a reference to the fact that my dad's property had a cave. And then it turns out it's a real place in Oregon. Oh, <laughs> such a bummer! Which I didn't know until I texted you and looked it up. When and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if this is real," because I was waiting for like the the Pardo Parks to show up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. guys uh, and throwing some Easter eggs in there. Yeah, that's a term the kids use with the video games and mm-hmm. uh, DVD uh, Blu-ray extras. <laughs> um. Hang on, hang on. Now something I wanted to say about Solo. Solo is it Solozzi? No, they know. Salino. Salozzi Edelson's a uh, car dealer from the uh, Chicagoland area. I don't know if they're still in existence. Hmm. <laughs> See, you know what I was thinking about the other day? I, I, I wish I could remember the name of the Mancini's. Now that it, man, where I went for a test drive once, and, and they kept and they they did the old school thing where they keep your keys, mm-hmm. and they kind of hold you hostage there until you buy a car. And Jesus. I did not buy the car. Yeah. But it was like, you know, like mob guys. Like That this. is crazy. God, what was their name? Mana, it was in Oak Lawn. If anybody, if any Chicagoans hear this and uh, they're not, I don't think they're there anymore. It was a Chrysler dealership. And I remember I wanted the Chrysler LeBaron convertible with the black top and they only had it with the white top. And he's, and they kept on saying, oh, we could paint it for you. We could paint it. It was like, <laughs> you can't paint. <laughs> Canvas? Canvas. Yeah, that's good. Mancaris? Mancaris. That sounds like it might be it. You got a logo there, Garen? Mancari.com. Oh, they're still around, huh? Boy. It was one of those things, too. Like, I wanted to badmouth them, and I didn't know how to do that. But I also thought, like, well, I filled out an application, like, for a credit. So they know where I it's live. kind of small, but is that it? Yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. Is that there? Are they in Oak Lawn? you can get that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, maybe now I'm defeating the purpose. Now they'll come and find me. And- <laughs> Mancari's Oak Lawn, the one. Watch your kneecaps. Do you guess that's their real name, or is it just like there's a man and they have cars? <laughs> yeah, I man, think it's that car. E and Kari. It sounds Italian. It does sound Italian, and I think I. But and they were all the the stereotypical car. You remember? It's not that way anymore. There's still some old school guys, but in the old days they all were in sharkskin suits with their hair slicked back like Don Jr., looking like <laughs> assholes, and they scared you and made you buy things you didn't need for your car and then you, you when you felt strong you're like i i won and then you still walk you out need of some going, tire tread protection yeah. right you know, you yeah you gotta treat that undercarriage that was that's the big one <laughs> oh, in, in chicago yeah. you do probably 
You kind of you do because of the salt. Not, maybe not anymore, but now you do salt still. I, 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 I don't know if they look, changed you, the way they make right, cars. Maybe they changed the yeah right. They might have changed the way they make mm. cars. Uh, but they did certainly when I was buying cars in the eighties. You, mm-hmm. you definitely had to get undercarriage because it's mm-hmm. it's all metal. It's all metal. It was at the time, and that's a mufflers would uh, would rust out. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that's a chemical reaction or an electrical reaction when the salt combines and then it, and then it causes the rust to happen. Probably chemical. <laughs> I would go chemical. Uh, hey, by the way, Salino and Barnes were New York attorneys. Apparently, oh yeah. There's a whole thing I could read through, but apparently at one point one said they were going to burn down the building, <laughs> but then at the end. When they sued, they sued each other. There were a whole bunch of lawsuits. At the end, Barnes spent nine hundred thousand dollars on one eight hundred eight million. Wow, nine hundred thousand dollars. But he got the jingle. Yep. Which I why did he just keep the number? I can't figure that out yet. I I'd have to read the whole now, story. Do probably. Deeper, do, we'll do a deeper dive on that. I will, and then uh, tell us off the air. <laughs> or option do, two, never. Yeah, maybe tell these guys off the air when I'm not in the room because <laughs> I don't know how you don't know Salozzi, but I really that fascinates me. Yeah. Did you see how quick he, he pivoted off that electric versus? <laughs> yeah, once he I'm, once I'm, he realized. I'm starting to learn. I'm starting to learn. It's taken almost uh, nine years. Did you see my eyelids getting heavy? Behind <laughs> on that direction change yeah. was something out of Looney Tunes. <laughs> Look, a lot of Looney Tunes. I'm, talk a slow, today. I'm a slow burn, but I figure it out eventually. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, hey, as a reminder, uh, thank you to everybody that donated to Smile Train as well, and uh, thank you to everybody that participated in the auctions, and yeah. of course to all of it. I said it uh, last week, and I'll say it again: the volunteers. I saw some of them over the weekend, and thank was uh, able to thank them in person. And thank Elliot again for his hard work, Matt for his hard work, Rich Tackenberg for his hard work. I of course uh, ran the ship tight. <coughs> I was there. Karen was there. Karen. (laughs) Yeah, you notice I wasn't thanking you for anything. I mean, there's no doubt you were there. Thank you for coming, Karen. Thank you for being there. He plays a small but integral role in... I I don't know how to finish this I wish I had Elliot's chops to be able to get up and do something, but... I honestly, there's nothing I could do. That Here, the, be... the premise is for us to try to capture this show yeah. in that setting. And the reality is with, with so many guests coming in and out, it's hard having you look something up or, or to or to, 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 to dig deep enough on something to have yeah. you to go to finally go. Hey, Garen, look that up. There's no time. There's a, yeah. Here comes Paula Pound, so I'm mad about parking. So yeah. like, <laughs> you can't. Uh, but it, that's I the mean, sequel to, to Mad About You, right? Yeah. Yeah. Elliot brought the house down with that. Oh, you mean to get up and enter? Yeah, like if yeah. there's some because I'm a I'm a writer. I don't. There's no way I can get up. I'm not gonna get up Kevin, and sing. Why don't you write? Why don't you you write, write a poem. Why don't you write a poem? Get up there and write a poem. <laughs> yeah, but then I'd have to deliver it, and nobody wants that. You, I can't <laughs> mush mouth my way through some poem you, I wrote. I don't. I disagree. <laughs> what, if, what if you got up and did like a one page story, like a one page little, <laughs> like a little O Henry? Yeah. Or like one of those, of one of those, uh, one of those quick, those quick horror things where it's like it only needs to be like a couple pages, and you get that mm. that bite, like a six word. Yeah. Six sentence. I don't know. For sale, baby shoes never used. Oh yeah, oh, that's, that buddy. that's not scary. That's that's upsetting. <laughs> I just mean you like a six word thing. <laughs> why don't you do that for next year, Garen? And by the way, I'll forget this uh, come showtime. But why don't you um, write a, th- a little three part thing, three pages? And uh, we could we do it one point at the beginning of the show, and then uh, let's check back in with Garen and the and the the mystery. I do kind of like that idea, oh, actually. So and then at the end, oh. and then somewhere we find the out end, the solution of you, the mystery. You pay it off. Yeah, yeah. I like it, a mystery of some sort. Yeah, it could be a horror mystery, but it's a mystery nonetheless. Yeah, you can write mystery, right? Or is it just all the uh, slash and gash? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. No, <laughs> slash and gash sounds like violent porn. There's no evidence yeah. you can write anything. You have everybody else writing reviews on your own fucking website. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm a mogul. <laughs> How's that I like that. <laughs> I did like that. It was perfect. Yeah. Dope. Make, mark, mark that down. Uh, uh, I also want to thank very quickly uh, all the folks that came out to Seattle to see us at Laughs. Yeah. Uh, a real nice turnout up there uh, for us. Yeah. You know, Seattle's not our biggest market, but uh, to get uh, 120 in there or something on a Thursday night. You know, some people were kind enough to drive down from Canada and whatever. A couple of people came up from Portland, from what I understand. And uh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Fun show. Uh, fun show. And uh, it got through it, kicked some people off, did the usual thing. And Thanks uh, to Katie Baker, who was Garen yes, for a day. Absolutely. Katie Baker was up there, right? Katie Baker. Yeah. Boy, boy, if she lived here, she'd have this job. <laughs> Christine was here, she'd have it. If Katie was here, she'd have it. If Mike Cusick was here, he'd have it. If Ken Schultz was here, he'd have Adam it. Adam Levin is here again. He moved back. Oh, Adam Levin is back. Oh, boy, oh, so boy. That's awkward. <laughs> Watch it. You Got better hope they don't give you more mind. hours at the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are on, I would like to say thin ice, but we live in California. So that's mm. the, uh, what would the equivalent that be here? The, uh, thin marine layer. <laughs> then you're on that. Thin Earth's crust. What would it be called? Like what, the <laughs> thin uh, fault. There you go. When you set up a trap, which I always tried to do as a kid in the alley behind our house, I always tried to like dig a little a hole, a little hole, like a pit trap. Yeah, I used to do something. that a lot too. Why did we? Do, I guess cartoons and stuff. Kind such. of an exciting premise. Like a tiger trap. You put little spikes. Well, we you put maybe a I wouldn't beer put cans or something down there so that it would no, make a noise. That. But, but the truth is, you never dug deep enough to... I thought the hole alone was enough. Like, I didn't think you needed more in there. And Just the idea of laying, like, uh, you know, sticks and then leaves on top of it so that yeah. people would step on it. And you know what it looked like? It looked like a, a kid yeah. covering up a hole. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we did that more than once. We're like, hey, let's go, let's go do that. And what do you get out of that? A guy, because again, you couldn't dig deep enough. So you'd go, look at, ah, son of a bitch. And then the guy would just keep moving. What would happen for me? Because I lived in the middle of nowhere. There was no one was going to come along. <laughs> I would just do it. And oh, then, then you would I would have it? to be the one to step on it just hey, to see if it would work. Over here? Yeah. Sad. <laughs> sad. <laughs> what a sad life. <laughs> Confirmed. Just like setting my own trap and then having to step in it. <laughs> Horrible. That, of course, it failing because again, you're a child yeah. and you couldn't really... Yeah, not heavy enough to make it break. <laughs> yeah. And, then, uh, and again, the, you, you wanted to do it as if, like you saw on TV, so like the guy would be waist deep or right. something would happen. But, yeah, yeah. you know, you're a kid with a with a beach shovel. <laughs> you know, what are you, you going to do? At least we were. We were seven and eight years old. Yeah. No, I was I was about 17. <laughs> <laughs> but then maybe you had a, an actual spade. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know deck of cards out there that's what i was using i don't think i ever engineered any traps as a child that's shocking it is shocking I, it does it, seem like that's why i brought it up because it's like it seems like something and and you know but i no, i never did i was reading more that's what i spent my time well, aren't you great no i'm that's that's that, no i i should have been outside you about making traps yeah didn't but you were in la though right yeah, but I was over here in the in the hills over here. So, like, I saw coyotes regularly, like, where I was living. There was plenty of places, too. I almost uh, hit a coyote last night. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, I was we were driving back from the Pantages, and I looked down at my dashboard for one second. At least was like, oh, and I saw just, like, a blur of something. And it, it was on Barham. Like, I was coming oh, yeah. down, down the hill towards uh, Burbank on Barham. Huge road, lots of traffic. And this crazy-ass coyote just ran across Barham. 
Did and you slam your brakes out, get out of the car and run? <laughs> <laughs> I did speed up after I got past him. I was like, that guy wants me. He's after me. <laughs> probably the I same know guy. that's the same one. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. At least it's obvious he's after us. <laughs> but it was just dumb luck that I didn't hit him because I, I didn't see that he was there until too late because I just happened to have looked down for one second at my dashboard. Uh, it was crazy. But Elise's reaction scared me more than the thing. She was sure. just like, because like she saw it all the whole way. And I was like, man, that was completely nuts that he did that. I don't know why animals do that, well, especially in a from, city. They're trying to get from one place to another. Have you heard about? <laughs> hey, well, God. No, no, no. hey, God, we've just <laughs> solved why the chicken crosses the road. Thank God there's a scientist in the room. <laughs> well, he used to read. He read as a child. <laughs> wow, you're in the fair. backyard digging traps. I deserve all this. Yeah. I deserve all of it. He was reading and getting to the bottom of why yeah. what an animal would have to go from one side of the street to the other. Mm-hmm. And you're suggesting just to get to one location or the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I see. Um, have, the reason why I thought that answer is because have you heard about how they want to build a uh, land bridge in like Calabasas for the mountain lions? Yeah. Because because they over the freeway, right? Over the freeway, because they the mountain lions have split in some way. And because of that, they're not able to breed and they want to go from from one side to the other. Like instinctively, they want to do that, but they can't because the freeway. How will they know to use the bridge? Well, they just will. Excuse my ignorance on that. I mean, once it's there, I think they would just make a bridge, but like have grass and plants and yeah, land, trees on land it, bridge so as opposed to a where they also put some uh, sort of uh, uh, pheromones is that the right word i'm looking for here oh, maybe. something to get them to go i don't maybe. think they would need it but it's like they want to get across they just can't because the freeway has fences and so you think they would just keep walking and then they would go oh, here's a here's, here's a way let's yeah. do I this see. all right yeah. well so. i wish you luck i wish the mountain lion <laughs> luck there is one of those over uh, over the 210 i think already oh is there it, like i didn't know that way like if you drive towards uh like Magic Mountain-ish? Or, wait, no, 210 doesn't go there. Where no, does like, go? Go, like going Everybody out. loves this part of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, driving out towards like San Bernardino or whatever. Okay. No, I wasn't aware of that. That's cool. I'll look it up. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like you're driving along that 210 and you look up you and there's like it? a bridge and there's trees coming out oh. of it and it's crazy looking. Well, if it is, then that's probably the, what they're yeah, going to reference. Yeah. yeah. Right, eagles, coyotes. Hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, things you did as a kid, uh, I was with Oliver the other day and we were at Target. And the story has been because I remember my brother doing my, my we I, was something about riding a bicycle down a big hill. Yeah. And there was a big hill near my house when we were kids. And the more adventurous kids would go down this hill on their BMX bikes mm-hmm. and then they would jump ramps. Whoa. And I remember my brother and I'm not kidding. The story up until yesterday was they stacked 14 shopping carts on top of each other and built a ramp and jumped over that. Oh, my God. Now. That's not possible. No, it doesn't seem possible. So it's like, it's like if you if you jumped that high, if you went that height, the landing would you would break something. Well, also that high is the the, the height of a building. Like, right. Like it would be. Yeah. How uh, to build that? Like kids couldn't even. You couldn't. Literally you build couldn't it. get that high. Yeah. So, it, uh, but that has been the story. Like I, I I don't know if it was Mike Cusick, my buddy Mike, but it was other hometown people. We were talking about. Hey, you remember when Dave D- Dave and Mark Demas and your brother Mike talking to me? Your mm-hmm. brother Mike. And uh, what was the other kid's name? Eddie Schrag. Do you remember when they built those, put 14 carts on top of it? Like the number has been 14 for years. Huh, so yeah. I was telling Oliver the story as we were walking into Target. And I'm looking at the, at the carts and I'm like st- st- in my mentally stacking them up. I was like, there's no way they stacked up 10 stories of carts. They would they would tip over. It's like this it, physics it w- wise, it wouldn't work. Also, how big would that piece of wood have to be for it to be a ramp? Yeah. So anyway, so what I figured it, it, it somehow, I'm guessing four turned into 14. Uh-huh. Uh, or was it baskets? Like those baskets and it just turned into shopping carts. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. I wish uh, I, I'm not no Andy that but th- those were not in existence when oh. I was a child. 
you know, shopping carts back then were met, you know, metal, mm-hmm. and you know they would be then left in uh, fields to rust. And my brother, but they would go down this hill, and and I do know that the, at some point they built a ramp, a crazy height, and mm-hmm. these four idiots did it. Wow! And uh, you maybe they jumped over, maybe maybe it went over fourteen shopping carts. Maybe that's, that's when you first possible. said. It, I thought you meant like lengthwise. But like, even that's bananas. It is. Yeah, but I mean, they're not evil Knievel. No. I mean, that's. I mean, if you put them sideways, 14 times what? Two feet? Unless they... 28 feet? That's still if they're compacted together, together, like, yeah, like together. How you can, like, put them when you, when right. you push them back. So, so then that would be... That wouldn't be too... Also, be where do you get 14 shopping the carts? There's no way there was 14 <laughs> right. shopping carts. That would have taken six months to right? gather that many. There's no question it was four, but somehow it's turned into... Because even when people come to my live shows in Chicago, they'll go, oh, man, you remember what, what we used to do with kids? Remember you were your brother with the 14? Like, that's the number. There's no freaking it Sounds way. like a lot of people heard it secondhand, Maybe. told that way, and that's just the way Very they possible. remembering it. Uh, but uh, even four is bananas, because that's still... Four vertically is a lot, yeah. What that's, is it? that's tall. It's still going to be 12 feet in the air or something? Yeah, that's like this, the, the height of two adults, basically. And they don't... Yeah fit into each other that way right so right unless, be some weird... unless you stack them the way we were saying like put them together and then tilt it upwards like, oh that's like a tower i don't see these guys doing it that way no boy some a and p is like where the hell did all of our shopping carts <laughs> yeah. go literally half of our shopping well, so carts are it, gone. it's getting a radio signal <laughs> what uh, already if it's a well if it's our guest great if it's a it could be maybe a delivery of some sort here well no it is early because he was not supposed to come for another 20 minutes uh, it could be a delivery. Yeah. Could be a delivery. Let's find out. It's exciting. Will it be a guest? Will it be delivery? Will it be, be DiGiorno? It will not be because that's not delivery. No, but mm. maybe someone just pranking us by sending us a DiGiorno. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Boy, would our faces be red. Oh, my God. The embarrassment to get a uh, DiGiorno. In a del- now, what? It, it is our guest early. We couldn't figure out hey. if it was a guest or a delivery. <laughs> Hello, Ellis Paul has just walked in. He's got his... Uh, He's a guitar with him. He's got some sort of a satchel. He's delivering packages in 1877. Uh, all right. Well, welcome in, Ellis. We're just finishing up the top of the show. All right. Uh, you look great. You too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's always good to see you guys. It's good to see you, Ellis. just come in. He's got that raspy voice that we know and love. Mm-hmm. He's got the brand new album, the uh, Storyteller's Songbook. Suitcase. God damn it. Mm-hmm. What is it, Ellis? It's suitcase. You got it right. Turn it on. Oh, it's going to be on. Yeah, wow. it's on. It's one of those. Oh, now you turned it off. Now you turned it off. <laughs> Is it on now? Yeah. It is. Sorry, I didn't have the level up. Ellis, That's right. Ellis doing the very rare, going to sit on the couch as opposed to the chair it's upon arrival. with Garen, you know. They're very, buddies now. Very comfortable over there. <laughs> We're just cozy. It's a love seat. It is a love There's seat. There's a bit of a romance you. going on over here. Yeah. Garen, are you in Ellis Paul? Do you think you think you could have a nice life with Ellis? <laughs> <laughs> now you're, no, you're not on. on. What's happening with the sound today? Oh, my mic's uh, off. I turned it off. Too. Oh, you turned it off because so you got it. So it doesn't make that blah, blah noise. I'm so... Yeah. Now, you've done something new with the hair today as well. I just flipped the... Sh- no, oh, it looks uh, it looks like maybe you redyed it, but no, that's not the case. No, that's just from it. Oh, it's growing, growing in. The roots are coming. <clears throat> I actually really like it. I like the. I think it looks yeah, great. Like the roots look really too. Yeah. Looks great. Alice has got the salt and pepper going. Looking yeah, great. L- more salt now. Than <laughs> it's pepper. looking good. It's salt, salt, pepper. More. <laughs> two, <laughs> two to one ratio. Push it to one two kind to of one. ratio. It's my mother-in-law's salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, way, you, when you get older, you, your taste buds uh, you can lose some strength, you so you do. need a little more salt to get to uh, the flavor. Now you want to enjoy Ellis Paul? You got to go salt, salt, pepper. Now, Ellis, you don't know this about my mother-in-law. And my my wife does an impression of my mother-in-law uh, using salt, and it is. Um, I, 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 with no exaggeration, it's basically 
You could yeah, show them. It's basically this. Oh, look, I have, oh yeah, you have them. If, if, it's the, if this is the salt shaker, she'll be, uh, anyway, honey, this is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that puts it like, and, and it goes everywhere. And it's, and I'm, again, that's no exaggeration. My wife does a great impression. So uh, they were over yesterday for Mother's Day. <laughs> And uh, and for some re- for some reason, I chose to switch seats with my mother-in-law yesterday. Uh, usually, she sits to my right, and I said, "You know what? Why don't you be next to Danielle for Mother's Day? The two mothers sit together, and I'll be over here uh, with Walter." And um, and I forgot that my uh, my mother is right-handed. My mother-in-law is right-handed. Uh, also, again, has no bubble. So all of a sudden, her elbows on my plate, and, and, nice. and so like it's here. It's like it's like it's like Judy. Certainly, you see the four feet to your left of table that you should be sitting at. Wow! It's this. She's right next to me, and then here then it's literally Danielle and Oliver and I all make eye contact oh, with each no. other because like the salt in the middle of the table. And first of all, again, the arm is here, yeah. and then there we go, and we all look, and then here comes the salt, <laughs> and then it's this. And anyway, one time, so many of had a sandwich. And, uh, <laughs> So, yeah, that happened yesterday. At, uh, that reminds me of the Last Supper for some reason. I don't know why. Why does it remind you of that? Judas, didn't Judas spill the salt at the Last Supper? <laughs> sure. That's sort of the... Was uh, that his thing? He, yeah. His taste buds were going before he had betrayed? I guess so. That was the real betrayal. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's salty. Uh, all right, Ellis Paul is here, but we got to uh, check in. Let's, you know, let's take a... Uh, I have to know, though, Matt, before we take a quick break, yeah. uh, you had a busy day yesterday. You yeah. went to Disneyland to begin with, mm-hmm. which is bananas, mm-hmm. on a Mother's Day. Was it busy on Mother's Day? Yeah. Okay, so you did that. Mm-hmm. And then was it a matinee? No. Or was it an evening 6:30 performance? 6.30 show of Les Miserables. 6.30. Now, you, and I warned you, do not be late. Yeah, There's no, signs we everywhere. We were on time. Uh, what was the family's review well you saw it saturday night so i feel like you should i want to know what you think no, first no, 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 no you saw it first no, let's no, go no. in order no, no, let's no, tell this chronologically we're working backwards <laughs> all right you well it's, so it sounds, it sounds so, like you didn't like it well elise i bought tickets uh two tickets for elise and myself as a christmas present to this show and so now it's fine merry christmas elise so it was gonna be the two of us i've never seen it. it's one of her favorite shows um you never seen it. you saw the movie and you hated the movie saw the movie hated my the movie. favorite movie of that year but most you hate most fans of the show hate the movie so i was like well let me give the show a chance all right elise hated the movie too and she loves the, the show so but then we were like well zoe kind of wants to, she wanted to see it too uh, my daughter, uh, who's uh, who's ten, and uh, and so at the last minute we found like a pretty inexpensive single seat. So I took the single seat. Let mom. Where was that single seat at, by the way? It was uh, orchestra left row V, on the floor. <clears throat> yeah. Do you mind saying how much that ticket was? It was sixty nine up top, my brother. <laughs> you found a seventy dollar floor seat. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. All right, go ahead. Those like a day before the show, there are singles for most shows at the Pantages. You can find that that right. price for a single seat. Uh, so I was sitting by myself. They were sitting together. They loved it. Of course. I mean, look, you saw it too. The performances were insane. The, everybody except maybe one person I thought was. Off the, uh, off the air, I want to hear who you think that person okay, is. Okay, I think you know already. <laughs> it's not, not that, maybe it's not that striking, but I, I, think, I think I do. Yeah. Lady? Uh, yes. And awful, right? Uh, like a sore thumb in the middle of this wonderful <clears throat> production. I didn't, I was trying really hard to enjoy it at that point in the show. So I think you don't like the show. I don't like the show. It's, I can now definitively say right. <laughs> I do not like Les Mis. All right. I don't get it. I don't know why My we're supposed to care. My second favorite musical. 
why like, look i am i want i want i like stories i want a story ellis paul great storyteller when i listen to his music it's like here comes the story like melody and story together like one of the most powerful things in the world it's got it all what les mis yes What's the what is the story that any, why, why does anyone care? He, he just wanted some bread for his family, Matt. I, I yeah, I get it. Jeez, <laughs> wrongly accused. I'm not prison. mad at him. <laughs> I'm mad oh. at the show. Oh, it's a great show. Oh God, it was my favorite until Hamilton. I I I, I understand my wife's love of it because she saw it as a teenager. You know, she was a kid, formative years. She saw it. It was she had never seen anything like it. It, it was like blew her blew her mind. And then she listened to the the cast recording a million times. So the songs got ingrained in her brain at a, at a at a formative age, just like anything. Like if you listen to an album a hundred times, you're gonna love it. And and that's... whether you like it or not, trust me, Ellis Paul Live. I've listened to four thousand <laughs> times. Enough of that shit. <laughs> Look at the wind blow. We get it. <laughs> what? Uh... But if you have to like it to to listen to it that many times, but then it just becomes part of your DNA. I think so. For her, it's just like going to to a concert of a band that she's loved her whole life yeah. for me it's like going to a concert for a band that i enjoy four songs and the rest of it i want to rip my ears off because i hate it so much i just don't enjoy like the, the songs i like i like but it's not enough to overcome the fact that i'm not emotionally you know, engaged like, with it at all i just i just can't no i don't like it. i didn't like Darren Head's answers as much as you did that's uh yeah that That's process life. of that music becoming part of your DNA, is that chemical or is that <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Hochberg. Yeah. That's the funniest thing this guy said in the six years he's been here. You're welcome, Gary. <laughs> Thank you. Jeez. All right, listen, let's take a break. I'll give you my review very quickly. Yeah. I, uh, uh, the Pantages sucks yeah. uh, sonically. Yep. Hard, yeah, hard to understand. It's hard to understand. It's yeah. hard to, like, the, the, the orchestra's louder than the singer's. And then when when the singers are li- finally when it's a slow number, it's like oh great now I can hear this guy and isn't he terrific? Yeah, the it, the sound sucks at the Pantasia. Yeah. So Danielle and I have decided what we're going to do since it takes thirty five minutes to drive to Hollywood anyway. Mm-hmm. Wait until it goes to Orange County and drive mm-hmm. the forty five minutes because mm-hmm. it's the same idea. touring company. Yeah, I didn't know that it was going to be there too. But. It goes. It, it usually goes Pantages, Phoenix. Yeah. Then for some reason back to Orange yeah. County. So why aren't we doing that? Go to a better theater. You should absolutely do that. Um, because the Pantages, it sucks. Where were you sitting? I was sitting row, uh, again, way off to the right. Yeah. Uh, they call that stage left. Um, <laughs> and um, Audience right. Mm-hmm. We were um, the second row of that. Row B? Well, it's row N at that point because oh. it kind of starts yeah, okay. a little bit back. Because yeah. uh, my theory was if you're close at the Pantages, it's better, but maybe... I you, think you'd hear the orchestra too much. Yeah. Um, where were the girls? Were they up top? They were closer than me and one thing over. Oh. They were like left and, center. The, and they loved it. Yeah. And Zoe loved it too? Yeah. Yeah. Danielle liked it. Oliver liked it. I mean, I think... Oh, yeah. That's the that's the other thing. Um, so, so Oliver was into it? He was into it. And now that said... It, when the sound is that muddy, you can't follow the story very well because yeah. you can't understand why is this guy, why are these two men yelling at each other? Mm-hmm. It's muddy. Yeah, Zoe was like, at least had to explain a couple of plot yeah. things to her. But I don't know that that's 100% the sound, honestly. I think there's parts of it that are like, it's just a weird plot. Like, it's just jumping all over. Well, if you don't understand that, uh, you know, that it jumps uh, twice ahead many years. Yeah. Uh, once they show the uh, the title, right? Uh, but then it jumps again. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah, does. it's confusing. And then it jumps the shark. Uh, all right, <laughs> absolutely. Ellis Paul is here. He's taking time out. He had a what a private gig? Is that what you were doing over the weekend? 
I did a show in San Diego, a private gig in uh, Corona Del Mar, which was really nice. Where's that? I don't Sounds know where like that nice is. Place. It's like near Long Beach, like halfway between here and San Diego, and and um, and then I ran up to Big Sur just you for love the day. Big Sur, wow. I do. I love it up there. You wrote the, what, what song? The uh, The Speed of Trees? Is not that the, right. what you That's, wrote up there? Wow, man. Jimmy. Super fan. Um, yeah, it's kind of scary. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. Yeah, I mean, I had to be reminded of that. Yeah, that's... <laughs> thank you. Well, I know nothing else. That was, that's, that's <laughs> that was the, the extent one of that. That, you know what, I also, I think about you all the time when when uh, you you said a thing, it really uh, just understated... God damn it, man. I'm in the middle of a Oh, man, sentence. that's so Sorry. disrespectful. Oh, can't on. help that. I turned my, turn my mic off. It's all the salt and pepper in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Push it. Push it real, Push it real good. good. Uh, on your live album, uh, where you talk about the guy uh, who, uh, it's not the guy on the plane, but it's a guy who uh, is uh, committed to the, the, the Beatles look. He's got the Beatles boots and All he's right. got the haircut and, you, and yeah. you're like, and, and that's it. And that, I, I'm going to mangle it, but you, and the way you just go, and that's a, that's a guy who's made a commitment. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. it's like 30 years after you should be wearing that outfit. <laughs> but the way you said it was, so, so whenever I see a guy who's either, you know, big into the steampunk or into something, like still, it's like, that guy's made the commitment. He's like, yeah, yeah so I think. And he'll never go back. Never go back. It's like right. he's committed. I, there's also this guy that you see on a regular basis, guy who wears tank top with two short of shorts with a baseball cap and a mustache and they're like you've it's it's not just him going around the country yeah. <laughs> it's like you see many of that guy that's an right. avatar one, one one choice of right? avatar that it might be millions a, gl- have. a glitch in the matrix you know yeah. we're, we're, if we're living right. in a simulation that guy just keeps popping up uh, i see that guy more often than i should yeah uh it's like how, how did more than one of you decide that's the look you want it sounds the way you're describing it it kind of sounds like um david cross in arrested development <laughs> Like the short shorts and the mustache. It's a little more lanky, a little more t- uh, Tim Simon's uh, build okay. from Veep. Yeah. More that build, but mm-hmm. with uh, with the stash mm-hmm. and then a, the hat. <laughs> like a Freddie Mercury kind of look? No. No. Like not. You could imagine Next Freddie time you see this guy, like take that. a picture so we can all. Okay. I mean, I think I know what you mean. It is sort of, that's kind of a hipster it's, style. It's, it's, it's if I, at risk of offending, it's, it's like hipster gay. It's yeah. like oh, this. I'm literally just going to say that. Yeah. Then you say, because as a gay man, you can get away with it's it. It's hipster gay. Thank you, Garen. I was just quoting you in advance. Yeah. Uh, all right. Ellis Paul is here. He's brought the guitar. We're going to probably hear some new tracks off the uh, the new album, the uh, Storyteller's uh, Suitcase, which I have. I got a little uh, a little suitcase that came along with it. Awesome. Also got, I don't know, a, a pair of binoculars and a microscope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what weird uh, level. I don't think, I don't know what level I bought in on. I don't either. I think I was just generous and gave you the whole package. Oh, is that what happened? It, yeah, probably. Did you do that? Now, are you... Are you as hands-on as we are here at Never Not Funny? Because it's literally when we have to send out to our top donors, it's us. Yeah. Is it you too? Yeah. I, I brought in a couple people to help me, but it was my assistant and my girlfriend and my kids doing just packing 700 boxes full of that stuff. Let me ask you a question because yeah. we had Oliver help us too with the packing. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they love it? They love getting 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are your kids a little yeah. older? I forget. How yeah, they're they're 12 and 14, yeah. so they You were paid like, them 20 bucks an hour? I did. Yeah. How long did it take? 3 hours. That's 60 bucks. Yeah, that's 60 just quite bucks on my part. Yeah. I gave my son a bad. swat on the ass. Get moving. Yeah. Yeah, I was lucky. He to got have. a charge out of it. He enjoyed. Well, you know, I think he liked being in the room. It was like That's fun. We were we were making him laugh. It's yeah. a it was a fun 
uh, but is old. Oliver 11? He's 11. 11. He'll be 12. Yeah. Which I'm told now I got to start paying him 20 bucks when he has <laughs> I think he's going to ask. You know, my he, kids ask, like, what are we going to get? Like, wow. oh, come on. You know what you get? You get dinner I bought you last night, <laughs> asshole. That's yeah, what you get. Yeah, right, right. I should have said that. But you get the shoes you're wearing. I wouldn't want to do it. It's mm. like, it's totally you know menial yeah just lowbrow yeah, it's kind of it's like a like boring conveyor word. belt of just put this in here seal all that they up. were doing was applying a sticker to a suitcase that's what that was their oh, job wow. well they did a great job on mine oh, because I, I was actually Smack dab uh, in the middle it was and i was fascinated but like some person i actually truth be told didn't know as a child i said some a-hole <laughs> has to put that sticker on on all of these yeah and yeah. this one was perfect so i can't imagine my ocd would be but a, like, like a sticker on a suitcase can be off kilter because that's kind of the look of a traveling thing oh, anyway, right? So if it, it, it weren't does, centered, it you, did, you wanted it centered. No, it doesn't look right on the suitcase because oh, it's okay. so small and the sticker's fairly yeah, big. Okay. So it just if it's just slightly off, and there were like <laughs> six or seven, and I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> Once they're on, they don't they don't peel off. You're getting and, 20 bucks. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Center these, you son of a bitch. Uh, so I fired them both. You got this right, and you should have. Yeah. You should have. Do your job, children. Fired without pay. You got to let you go. Sorry. <laughs> Let me ask you, uh, one of the things that came with it, I, to this second, I don't know what it is. The the uh, the kind of the green little... Uh, pen. It's, or is that what it is? A pen? Listen, it's got a rubber tip. So it's a touch for a touchscreen phone or a mm, computer screen. Yeah. You can use that rubber tip. It's got a, a notch in it where you can set your cell phone into it so you can... Oh, to balance your phone. Is, like yeah, so it'll stand oh, it upright like a Game of Thrones thing. Mm, if you want to watch, watch Game of Thrones or something on your yeah. on your dashboard or wherever you're, you are, and then you... you you um, unscrew the middle of it and there's a Phillips head and a regular screwdriver and there's a compass on the end and if you flip it up there's a light with a switch underneath My God, it. this thing so sounds awesome. And you, like, you you didn't discover I, I, any of those I things. Discovered, I discovered the stylus at the, at the end right, and the it. compass because it's on the other end. Otherwise, I literally Googled it. Like, <laughs> did you, know, you really? I Googled, I'm trying to figure out what it was. I went to your website like, uh, you know, what level did I get uh, you know, with the suitcase and then you, uh, you get a flask, you get some other business. And then it's like, uh, but it didn't include whatever that was. Right. It didn't you, list that. Because I gave you the full on everything. Because I think you got, did you get a little guitar, red guitar, USB? I did not get it. Oh. I, I did not get that. Okay. Uh, sounds like I didn't get it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. That must have been, that's the thing that you probably would have liked, which was uh, my entire recorded catalog. 320 songs so i, I got, have that oh, i don't uh, you probably already cool bought it right? i have it in one place. <laughs> i did I, 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 i'm assuming oh he's got this so maybe i didn't put yeah, it in good, smart smart okay. mm -hmm. yeah i didn't but you could it. plug that into the thing in your car and then just have it all in one thing so you could listen to it that's pretty cool but that pen no one's gonna yeah everyone's gonna be like you like what the hell is this and then <laughs> not even take the cap off because they're not sure what it is but yeah. it's pretty amazing it should have come with instructions why do you why, why is it got to be a riddle <laughs> well you know i tell people at the shows i like do a demonstration oh, you of do. the suitcase at the show but nice. you know i haven't put one in the suitcase like instead of instructions and i'll, I'll do that from here on out thanks for <laughs> I, I like will. the idea I'll that include the, a little card that says this is what you got <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. what it does but what if like i like the idea that the fans are just like communicating online trying to figure hey what do i do with this hey i just found out this thing's also a, a phone stand like yeah. that's kind of a fun i would yeah, i would show you how to use mine but mine's in four thousand pieces because i whipped it against the wall <laughs> in like, frustration the, the <laughs> why were you dissatisfied that isn't a stylus and compass enough for you like isn't wouldn't you just go okay i guess it's a stylus i'm not going to be playing words with friends out in the forest 
So I don't need a stylus and a compass. So you, so you just feel like this is worthless unless it can help you. In I do not think situation. it's worthless. I, I, it's right on my desk. And every day I was like, I'm going to spend one more minute than I did yesterday to try mm-hmm. to figure out what this goddamn thing is. You didn't try unscrewing it. I tried everything. That sounds like there's a screwdriver inside. I didn't. I, apparently, I spun it the wrong way. <laughs> it's ready, tidy, lefty, Lucy. Was that ready, tidy, lefty, Lucy? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I want to see this thing now. How does oh. Lucy feel about that? <laughs> Loves it. <laughs> Loves it. Yeah. Maybe not in these hashtag me too days, but uh, there was a time she loved it. Yeah. yeah, she used to. I guess that just means she's liberal. I used to do that joke in my act about, uh, is it a good sign? When you, now they do a commercial. I think Geico or somebody does a commercial, progressive. Uh, similar, uh, jo- the joke used to be, uh, uh, is it a good sign if I'm at the carnival and I'm, I'm waiting in line for the tilt the world and the guy's walking away going, now is it righty tidy or lefty Lucy? Which was my big strong bit in the old, my young days, my young comic days. Strong piece, maybe bring it back. Uh, all right, Ellis Paul is here. Uh, the new album, the uh, Storyteller Suitcase is out now, right? Although you said you had trouble finding it on Apple. It is not. It's, it's not, not out it's not now. digitally. Oh, it's, it's not out It's now. not out until May 31st. Oh, okay. That's when it's going full on digital. Oh. And, and so. Cool. It's still in the early. Yeah, but early the fans phase. are fans are listening. But I have it at my website, and they can purchase a download or the oh, cool. actual hard copy at right. the website. Nice. All right, great. Mine came in a little suitcase. Mm, yeah, we heard. <laughs> Stop bragging about your suitcase. Oh, you can get the suitcase online still too. Oh, cool. Still get that. I've just been right. told. I've got. Uh, so I'm not a special. You can, I'm not a special. <laughs> hey, hey, a special made of all. Uh, it's a, a hard booklet, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, is, I think I told you guys we are uh, mentioned in the, uh, in the yeah, lineup. that's very, very, cool. very flattering. That's very... Well, listen, guys, I got to tell you, every single show I play, somebody from your show is there in the audience and comes up and says, hey, I heard you on Jimmy's show. That's and, great. You know, that's great. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah thank you. So hear so, me out. You got to start mentioning us every one of your shows. <laughs> <laughs> and then that way, when people say, oh, yeah, I started listening to your podcast because uh, Ellis mentioned you. Yes. All right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe work our theme song into your set list. And oh, like, I don't know. That's that's somebody, that's, somebody swears in your theme song. Well, no, you don't have to. It goes, uh, please, uh, get the fuck out of it. Like, you yeah, get you, the fuck out of it. Oh, you, you just have to drop the U or the K or whatever it is. Get the fuck out of here. Hi, Ryan. Where's this door no. <laughs> hey, where are you uh, going? Uh, what, for lunch? Did you, uh, you can bring my mail? Yeah, I can bring your mail. Thanks, Ryan. What? Where is it? Ryan offered to bring my mail to the mailbox, even though I said I'll oh, put it right outside, nice. but he said I'll take it. And the truth be told, I'm a little, uh, one of them has to get somewhere on time, mm-hmm. and if, if Ryan's going to go past the mailbox, I appreciate him Very nice. uh, doing that. Happy to do it, Jim. Thank you, Ryan. I'm closing this door now. Okay, right, thanks, thanks, Bill. That just felt like a sitcom. <laughs> that was, yeah. that was He's our Kramer. <laughs> That's our Kramer. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll be back, Ryan. Hey, everybody. Uh, let's talk about Harry's. Now, listen, uh, Matt, you were, you were telling me, because we were up in Seattle. Yeah. And you were telling me something about that these guys that own Harry's then also bought a factory or something? Jimmy, I can't believe you haven't heard this story. It's it's everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of uh, it's the buzz around town, right? I see. Even though it happened years ago. But what what, what these guys they were like looking for the best razor blades in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted to. They wanted to be the best. They don't want to just be some guys or selling some cut rate. Is it because they were finding the razors out there to be overpriced and overdesigned? Yeah, and I think that they realized the best way to help people save money on razor blades is to just control the means of production. Were they looking to combine a simple, clean design with quality, durable blades at a fair price? They were looking to do that, and they were also looking to buy some real estate in Germany. Okay, so? (laughs) So the perfect thing, this confluence of needs came together, and they were able to buy a factory. 
Do you think it's because they were tired of shaves that have gimmicks like vibrating heads, flex balls, and handles that look like spaceships? Yeah, I, th- I think they were like, this is nonsense. This is getting ridiculous with all these gizmos and gadgets out there. Mm-hmm. You don't need that to get a great shave. You also don't need to spend that much. You also don't need to reach through a plexiglass hole, you know, to, to or to talk to a person at the I don't want to talk to anybody at the drugstore no I don't even want to go to the drugstore period I if if I could have it my way I'd like these razors to show up on my doorstep now Harry's going to take care of that for you Harry's replacement cartridges are cartridges are just two dollars each and Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee you don't like it Uh, no I do like it no but if you don't you're going to but I do but if you don't they 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 stand behind it 100% but, but I do yeah I know you do but there's got to be one person that doesn't and takes advantage of this 100% guarantee. But I do. I know you do, man. <laughs> no surprise. They've received over 20,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot Damn. and Google. Yeah. Full disclosure, never heard of Trustpilot until right now. But it sounds like they, you can trust them. Oh, flying up circular, yeah. <laughs> hey, get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. You get a weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Mm-hmm. Boy, do I like that trimmer blade. You rich man. lathering shave gel you like the shave gel love the gel travel blade cover boy do i like that listeners of this show can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash pardo that is harrys.com slash pardo uh and you can redeem your offer let them know that we sent you to help support the show harrys.com slash pardo to get that trial set with all the aforementioned accoutrement mm-hmm. harrys a better way to shave Hey, Matt, Daily Beast and Himalaya Media have a brand new podcast where comedians unveil their realist selves. Okay, I'm listening. It's called The Last Laugh. Mm-hmm. It is hosted by the Daily Beast's Matt Wilstein. Mm-hmm. The Last Laugh features in-depth interviews with the biggest names in comedy and some of the new voices crashing the party. Okay, maybe they're big names, but it's not like they had Sarah Silverman. No, they do. What? They had her. They, she talks about uh, Netflix that sent her her flowers when her Hulu late night series got an Emmy nomination. What did, uh, what did Netflix do? Well, that's oh, what Netflix did. Oh, what did Hulu do? The show was on Hulu. Right, but Netflix sent her flowers when she got nominated for an Emmy. Right, and so Hulu. So Hulu, the network that made the show, what did they send her? They sent her a bill for hair and makeup. What? That's wrong. Ridiculous. Tony Hale, you know him from The Veep. Yeah. He talks about the difference between playing Buster Bluth on Arrested Development and Gary Walsh on the aforementioned Veep. Yeah, I, I thought they were exactly the same, but you were telling me they're, they're different, subtly well, different. Well, both characters are headcases, certainly, but uh, the differences are more nuanced than you might think, mm-hmm. dummy. Yeah. Well, just like Buster Bluth and that other guy, I'm a dummy. Well, Ron Funches talks about passing on a half-hour special from Netflix and has some choice words for the streamer. Oh, boy. That almost every other stand-up comic is clamoring to get onto. We are joking around here, but that is an interesting topic because everybody goes to Netflix. And uh, I think he made a financial decision that made sense for him. And, yeah, you know, it's it's just an interesting situation if you follow the world of uh, stand-up and entertainment. I don't. So I would, I would want to listen to that. <laughs> We're not in the game, but it's fun from the sidelines yeah. to see what people are doing. Sure they're doing. More successful than us. There's a new episode every Tuesday. They got big names like the uh, the gentleman from Crooked Media, uh, White House speechwriter John Lovett. John Lovett? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Merging voices like Saturday Night Live writer and stand-up comic Sam Jay. Mm-hmm. So they're everywhere. They got uh, the biggest names as well as these new voices crashing the party. Cool. Subscribe to The Last Laugh now on Apple Podcasts, the Himalaya app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Last Laugh! Better way to laugh. 
Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2414. Now, listen, Ellis Paul is here. Now, what I usually do with it, I, I, I'm going to call an audible here. Okay. What I usually do when we come out of this break is I go around the horn, I get, sure. get to know about everybody's weekend, see what was going down, talk about Garen's hair some more. Uh, <laughs> but Ellis has his guitar at the ready. He does. Oh, here I am. Yeah, let's do a song. Want to do a All song right, like right sure. out of the box here? Let's do. Uh, now, do, can oh. I do requests? Do you well, have ones you are plugging that the I. tuning is locked into Open D, so I don't, you know. Okay. Do, uh, do any of those have an Open D? Uh, yes, Storyteller's Suitcase. We're looking good there. All right, don't give away the other ones then. All right. Yeah, we'll All right, so the, the rest will keep okay, going. Okay, you have to know that paper didn't make it. Yeah, that's... You, you have know. to know. Thank you, man. <laughs> um, all right, you this know that is... football game where you take the triangle football and you, you push it across? Then I just completely failed in my, you, in my uh, triangle football skills. That seems to happen more on sitcoms and movies than it ever did in real life for me. Like, people always seem to be playing that in movies. As seen uh, in Endgame. Avengers Endgame. It's actually an Endgame, yeah. too, yeah. yeah. Is it really? Uh-huh. Yeah, the opening, basically the opening of the movie is is Iron Man and Nebula playing that game because they're stranded on a, a, a ship in space. <laughs> before he, before right. he starts that, you two don't know this. Uh, don't a, know. a little bit of... Uh, oh, this is exciting. I reveal this in Seattle. I saw Endgame. Oh, boy. I saw it, guys. Oh. Yeah? On a scale of one to ten. Oh, you don't know this. I hate superhero movies. And, and, oh, you do. And I, how many I, of the other ones I, have you seen of that 22 sequence? Two? All? You seen all of them? No. Name one I haven't. You, had, you didn't Thor see Ragnarok, like, Thor Ragnarok. Thor. Well, I didn't see Thor. Thor or like <laughs> Dark World. <laughs> the Captain of the first Captain America movie. Uh, yeah. What about Winter uh, Soldier? Winter, Winter Soldier is my favorite of them all. Okay. And Civil what, War. What about Hulk? Saw them all. You really? You saw the Hulk? Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's a big green monster. Ugh. I try. I, I grew up loving superheroes. I wanted to yeah. like these movies. I don't. I don't. But even I skipped that one initially because I what, just. You're talking tell. about the Ang Lee? No, no, no. That that's not part of the MCU. That's the. That's the pre. That's the oh. before they started. No, we're talking about the Ed Norton one. I saw that. God, it's bad. It's so it's all so the Hulks bad. are bad. Yeah. All the Hulks are All bad. of them. All, 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 two, all, all two of them. All the, all the superheroes <laughs> are bad. Anyhow, on a scale of one to ten, fellas, oh knowing that I hate superhero movies uh, and I tolerated this thing, where do you think I came in? Uh, well, you just said you tolerated it, so... Well, pick a number, Garen. I'm going to say you gave it a solid nine. I'm going to say three, because one of us has to go the other way. Knowing what you know. Eight. eight. Matt Belknap, please reveal to the room what I told you in Seattle on stage. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Cried. Really? Sobbed. Got really? chills. Wow. Sobbed. Wow. Got chills. Oh, wow. What is it? Avengers Assemble? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> unreal. <laughs> so it got it brought you back to your childhood. Yeah, if they could have just cut out that middle hour, I would have loved yeah. it. <laughs> Come on. Three hours, right? Yeah. That's why I say it's the most... Out of all the movies, it's the one that really feels like a Marvel event comic. Yeah. Like, it yeah. really puts you in that I same I think Infinity War did, too, but I think this is those two together, to me, feel like yeah. that. But it when he like does say too. that Avengers Assemble, it, oh, are you kidding it's me? hard not to jump out of your chair. And yeah, and, and that's out. no spoiler, because uh, guess what? They have to fight bad guys. a <laughs> <laughs> movie. If you didn't expect that, then you're in the wrong movie. Uh, they have to fight fake bad guys. All right. Uh, Ellis is going to do a song. It's yep. off his uh, hot new album. Uh, this is I, is this the uh, the title track, sir? It is. Okay. It is. And oddly enough, I came up with the title of the album before I wrote the song. So I, you know, I write, wanted to write something that tied everything in. And this is really it's a song about life on the road and those who choose to do it. And
My storyteller's suitcase The whiskey bottle notebook And my songs I'm at Barstool Damsels Tomcats working a midnight scandal Take me home, brother trouble Where we coming along? If you're gonna ride Gypsy boxcar town to town Singing rhymes Just when you think you're gonna lose yourself You see your name upon a neon sign He packed a suitcase Oh, the storyteller's making the rounds Oh, he's never gonna settle down Hotels, hotels, 2 a.m. Ringing a stranger's doorbell, sleeping like Caesar, sleeping in an old barnyard. Meet the country stars with mini bars, stowaway women laying back on your car, lovers and brothers woven in a midnight dream. If you're gonna Highway friendships are how you keep score. A song is just a skeleton key that can open any palace door. He packed a suitcase. Oh, the storyteller's making the rounds. Oh, he's never gonna settle. Strangers' faces you come to know by name Cause every year they come back again And again Spotlight, it's a sold-out night Others so empty you can't start a fist fight Then a crowd of angels walking to a concert hall Life. You're a one-man big top, the barker, the lion, the flames You fall into a hotel pillow, just hoping they'll remember your name You packed a suitcase, oh, the storyteller's making the rounds Oh, he's never gonna settle track from the new album Ellis Paul the storyteller suitcase which uh, if you want to you could uh, say you're a comedian who travels the road you could put yourself into the same totally uh, the joke teller suitcase it could be the exact same thing (laughs) that's all smaller case but still applies I don't have to (laughs) you don't have to take a guitar with you no all right yeah or you could be carrot top (laughs) 
<laughs> that's a bigger suitcase. That's a bigger suitcase. That's a, that's a, tr- suitcase. That's that's a trunk. This guy's got a steamer. Yeah, this guy's got a Fortnite. <laughs> he's, he's probably got a whole tr- uh, tractor trailer <laughs> behind him. He's also a gazillionaire. <laughs> yeah. man too. I don't understand. Why do people shit on that guy? That guy's funny. Why are we mad at Carrot Top? He just did I a thing. I Carrot Top. What? He just did a thing. I want to say it's the guy The guy from The Daily Show hosted. I can't remember. Trevor Noah? No, no, no. The other guy. Um, host of the Daily Show is Trevor Noah. Not the host. He's on the Daily Show. Well, the host is Trevor Noah. <laughs> Fair enough. But anyhow. He's also on it. You talk about John Stewart? <laughs> no. Oh, I can't pull his oh, name. Oh, Craig Kilborn. Craig, yeah. <laughs> Those are the hosts. We've, we've just given you the three hosts. It's not the host. Oh, one of the Liz cor- Winstead, co-creator of The Daily Show? <laughs> Sounds like you're thinking about Liz Winstead. One of the correspondents in the current All right, what's your point? Anyhow, Carrot Top did a thing where he had no props. Oh, he just did a thing, and wow. he talked about how... And? He was good. And huh. he talked about... Because he's, he's still a comedian. And he talked about how he lost all of his props in a fire at a club. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and like how everybody came together so that he could go and do, I want to say the Tonight Show? What or maybe doing? David Letterman? Everybody ran to Home Depot and... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think of the 99 cent store to get his new... Here, oh, shit. I, I don't want to step on your joke, but that's exactly what they did. Because he had a list of all the stuff because every single one of those props is a bit. So he knows what all the bits are. And he's like, well, I need this and I need that. Can you get a, a, a garden hose and a whatever? And he put it all back together. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But what, So how did that tie into the show that didn't have props? Uh, oh, I was just because. Oh, because he told the story. He was being interviewed, and he was funny. In no, the no, interview. he did stand up of, oh, of oh, that story. In the, okay, yeah. So we, can we see this anyway? I, yeah, I, would, I saw curious. it on YouTube. I think I would be curious to see a, a, a propless carrot top set. Yeah, yeah it's cool. I should bring Oliver to see him. Like if we ever go to Vegas, take Oliver to see him. Although I think Oliver might uh, turn his nose up at it. Yeah, he's. I, I think just he's, find him to be a scary looking dude. I mean, the, the, <laughs> and more so now because he's so buff and yeah. ripped. He's buff and and then he's carved up yeah. in other ways. Yes, he is. It's just he's hard had, to look at. Mm-hmm. So he's just somebody that's got body image issues, I think. And yeah, I just find him hard to look at. I don't know why. So sit in the back of the theater then? Close my guess? eyes. But then you, then you lose, <laughs> then all, then you the, lose all the props. Yeah. Right. right. So what do you do? Yeah, uh, maybe just have somebody explain to you. He's got a plunger on his head. <laughs> That's a toilet seat. That's a toilet seat. It'd probably be funnier if it was you guys sitting next to me, like in my ear on either side. He's got a soup can as a walkie-talkie. His hair isn't red anymore. Uh, the album is out. Uh, I had a question about uh, that. Was Open D? Open D. Guitar. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Dude, I love know, the I guitar part in that that song. It's. I, do you like Sunny D? Is that something you drink? Yeah. <laughs> Does that really I feed do that to my kids yeah, until sure. they die? <laughs> right. Uh, that stuff is hard. It's horrible, right? Yeah. yeah. That's full of sugars and. Uh, Remember Tang? Yeah. As sure. a kid, it reminds me of like bad Tang. Mm. It is. It's, it's, right. it's pre-made yeah. Tang. Yeah. yeah. Sunny pre-made D. Pre-made yeah. watered down Tang. Right. Or it's like they made Tang, but instead of putting water, they put other orange juice in with it. It's like <laughs> or, too much orange yeah. juice. I always yeah, wanted it to be bland. Oh, really? Sunny D. I, I, I did like it as a kid because it was, I hated pulp. And so it's like the ultimate like removal of anything natural from juice. It's just the sugar part. That, all that, right. Yeah. What about the band Pulp? Got any thoughts on them? Wasn't a fan. Yeah. Mm, oh, they had that one great song though. What one? Are you thinking of in Pulp Fiction? <laughs> no, uh, uh, God, I'm not gonna, uh, it's, uh, Common People. Isn't that their song? Ellis is gonna play it for us. <laughs> mm, no, I'm just. Tuning. Are you thinking of living in the love of the common no. people? No. Pull the, it up because the, the I can't. The one that uh, Shatner did a cover of? I couldn't tell you yes. one pulp song. Yes. Yeah. Rocket Man? Yes. <laughs> I think I think Shatner makes an appearance in that movie. 
does he? Does he? Doing that cover. That would be great. that cover and Elton John just walking up and punching him in the mouth. <laughs> is that out yet? That movie? 31st, the same day as your album. So oh, that's going to be a tough day. What do people do? Well, follow that yellow brick road, I guess, probably yeah. right to the movie theater. That's like the, the day the music lived. It's like the opposite of the Don McLean song. You got that album and that movie at the same right. day. Love it. You can probably listen to some other music if you want to that day as well. Yeah, do whatever you want. At your leisure. <laughs> you, you got the day is yours. Yeah. Jimmy, are you a fan of Elton John? Yes. You know, I had a quick side story that uh, I've told on the show, but maybe you haven't had a chance to hear it. I uh, opened up for Elton John once. Did you really? Here's the story. <laughs> I was working at MCA Records at the time. Yeah. And I was a sales rep. And Elton was doing his, uh, he was doing a, um, he was going to all of the uh, the major LA, New York, Chicago branches. Yeah. Uh, to do an intimate concert for everybody. And uh, for his Red Strikes Back album, he was coming to promote it. And so it was all of the MCA employees uh, from like uh, Minneapolis, Detroit, all coming to Chicago. And, and then all of the uh, exclusive um, retailers. So if you were uh, if you were uh, one of my top clients, you got invited to see this very intimate Elton John. Just concert. he and the piano. Just him at a piano, wow. and in a room, maybe four of these, like really small, like yeah. not you know not big at all. And so he's running late, and I had uh, just started doing open mics, and my boss, I I think to bust my balls. Uh, because his boss came over and said, uh, and, and unfairly was blaming my boss for Elton John's plane being late. Like, oh, and he's yeah. like, and he's yelling at the, his name was Jim Haldeman, and he's yelling at Jim. He's like, Jim, what are we gonna do here? These people are getting wrestling. What are we gonna do? He's not here. What are we gonna do? And my boss goes, Jim here says he's a comedian. Why does he get up there and do some time? Uh, wow. And I was like, No, I'm gonna <laughs> suck one. Right. I'm not good at all. I'm horrible. And they want and, Elton John. And they want you. Elton John, right? Yeah, that's so, a rough, rough opening act. So I literally, so I'm like, I, and I go, I go, Jim, we don't want that. We, we don't. No, no, nobody in this room wants that. And he's like, come on. He goes, you heard. I'm getting. Uh, I, I wish I could remember the guy's name. He ended up working for Capitol Records after MCA. The guy that yelled at him. And then he goes, just go up there and and, and just welcome people and then start doing some of your comedy. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. So. I walk up there and there's my boss telling me what to do, right? And so I walk up and I go, uh, hey everybody, what's that? He's here, Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, oh, nice. But I used it as a credit for years. Oh, okay. He's open for, you may have seen the guy, he's open for Elton John. Uh, oh, he must be good then. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, if you were one of the 23 uh, people in that room, yeah. you've seen him open for Elton John. It was, uh, and Elton, I have a picture of me and Elton and a guy yeah. named Ted Parrish. Pretty cool. Uh, and Bernie Taupin uh, was uh, was he there too? Bernie was there and oh that's right, cool. did he he wrote some of the songs on that record, didn't he? I think he wrote all. Wow, yeah, because that was I like that was sort of like comeback. a comeback yeah. record, mm -hmm. and it's a great record. That's What's on that the, one? Yeah, I don't want to go on right. with you like that. And uh, maybe uh, Mona Lisa Manhattan Part Two might be on there. Were you a fan mm -hmm. of uh, Ellis? I think uh, you know if I was going to classify my favorite music from. You know, seventy to seventy-five, I'd, I'd put Elton John at the very top of it. You yeah. would, yeah. Tiny Dancer and Goodbye Yellow Brick Road and um, all of that's the Get Glass Houses album. Is that right? That's Billy Joel. That's Billy Joel. <laughs> what am I thinking? I don't know why. He's like, no, no, I hate Elton John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I always get them mixed up. No, I'm just you know, kidding. Piano huh? man. Yeah. We didn't start the fire. I mean, these are some of the great. Yeah. <laughs> Your song uh, is one of my favorite songs. But that whole, like, um, you know, when he was sort of doing, I mean, he calls it sort of his country music period. But when he started throwing acoustic guitars against yeah. the piano and, and uh, 
was using um, pedal steel and and those kind of elements. Uh, just I don't I don't think there's any better music. Yeah. I don't think a human being has ever made better music than that, and that includes the Beatles stuff. And I put it in the same yeah. you know quality vein. And I, I and honestly, Bernie Taupin is a genius and a really a great writer. Yeah. And uh, I, you know anything that isn't uh, Bernie Taupin's contribution and it's an Elton John song. I just I I, I, I can feel. The quality There's a difference, right? Lag. Yeah. 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 You don't like that uh, Lion King stuff? <laughs> uh, well, he did well with that stuff. I mean, yeah. that's a yeah, that's another animal. But um, but yeah, it's a lion. It's an unlistenable animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that's a tough go. But yeah. um, yeah, Bernie Toppin. I mean, you just. Uh, I mean, the lyrics are important to me, and and yeah. I think it makes a difference. So, yeah. yeah. How does that work? Uh, is a guy that doesn't know how to write music in any way, shape, or form, where it's no like in, in that case Bernie Taupin writes the lyrics and Elton writes the music right and supposedly like one will bring the lyrics to him and then he writes the music around it or sometimes and you, as you know this hey I've got this music write lyric right how does that how how do you how does your mind meld to that I can't I can't figure it out at all I can't even form this sentence to explain what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. How does that, how do you collaborate like that as a musician like with with, with others or if, if just by yourself if, if you're not together Oh, well, you like know, your buddy Christian Bush. Let's say he's yeah. got, hey, uh, hey, I got this music. I want you to write the lyrics. How do you or, or what you did for the uh, the Woody Guthrie song? We're like really open minded about it. Like uh, we he and I like I will literally literally like write a little piano part and say, I, I, hey, I got this. What do you think? What does this sound like to you? And then I'll I'll text it as a voice message over to him. And he said, uh, like we did this with a, a song recently, um, and he said, "I think this is a Christmas song, but I think it's two. Let's let me take the first half, and I'll put lyrics to it and, and like a melody to it, and you take the second half, and we split the song in two and got two songs out of it. Right. And um, and then you know, with Christian because he is constantly on the move and he writes like 300 songs a year, Jesus you know, God. but only like you know five of them see the light of day. Um, he." Uh, he will let me just go off and finish whatever it is we started working on because he, you know, he's on to the next writer's meeting and he wants his finger in as many writing pies as he can get. And that's because it's, it's really a numbers game for him. For me, it's like everything I create, which is more like 20, 30 songs a year. I just want to be great. So I'll spend hours and hours and hours and hours writing 20 songs where he'll spend the same amount of time writing 300. Jesus. And, uh, wow. so it's, you know, it's a different business, really, for what he's doing because he's in the country music pop world, and right. and I'm in the uh, the singer songwriter folk world. You know, so yeah. We just mentioned you, by the way, on our I, at least I did on Percastathon, our charity event. Thank you. How'd that uh, go this year? It was great. We are what we're approaching two hundred thousand, I guess, uh, for the year. For for this year's wow, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, one fifty five at the end of that night. Yeah, and, then, and the trickle is coming. Yeah, like, yeah. these uh, posters are great, by the aren't way. Aren't they neat? Yeah, yeah. who's the guy? The, Michael Muldoon does those. Yeah, uh, really good. Except for that one, which is Josh Tabak uh, over in that area. But uh, Taylor Goldsmith from Dawes was on. Oh, nice. And yeah. uh, I was uh, singing your praises to him on the show. Oh, well, thank and you telling for that. To, uh, uh, mainly because he did a song that uh, made me cry. <laughs> and then I said, there's only uh, you know a handful of you. Uh, uh, Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Mm, Celine Dion. Celine Dion, of course. <laughs> My heart must go on. Uh, wait, hang on. Ellis Paul. 
Taylor. While you're Steve figuring that Perry. out. Shut up. No, this y- is... You talking will not help me. I'm a producer and I'm producing right now. Oh, Ellis, okay. if you'll do me a favor and oh. hold your guitar horizontally instead of vertically. because Horizontally? Going. Okay. Yeah, uh, thank you. Like this? Okay, good. Yeah, it's blocking okay. the camera. It's blocking note. the camera. <laughs> It was, and I was right. trying not to not to say anything, but then I had to. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna remember. <laughs> so just so I remember that at 11:30, so when we have our post-show meeting, Elliot treated me poorly. I apologize if I made you feel poorly, I Jimmy. Need to be reprimanded. <laughs> I was trying to find an opening, and I was trying to look you in the eye, and you wouldn't uh, look at me. That's right. I thought maybe because it was about your camera that you would forgive him. I saw him moving the camera around. I, I was just wondering if the sound hole was close enough to the mics. For the, oh, for, yeah. the, for the playing, it's great. Oh, okay. It's, it's just for uh, when the, the not yeah, playing. That oh, so when he plays is, it, he is, can hold it up. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Oh, I see. So I'm blocking yeah, this one, yeah. Okay, okay. so 11.31. That's even worse. Seems like it'd be worse. All right, 11.31, I, I, I let Elliot off the hook. <laughs> Guys, we're, I'm canceling the post-show meeting. Oh, okay. That's oh, not to say that I can't right. bring it back. But as of right now, there's no post-show It's your right, meeting. sir. Yeah. Right. According to the Constitution. <laughs> what? The Constitution Hang on. Of the Taylor show. goes with Ellis Paul, Steve Perry. There's a four. Uh, Colin Hay. Colin Hay and. Uh, Colin Hay. And all Jim right. Croce. Oh, yeah, Jim Croce. Yeah. Well, God, I love Wait, all those guys. Do you love Jim Croce as a singer-songwriter? Is that a guy that's in your wheelhouse? Uh, probably one of the top guys. He because he, he does. First of all, he's a storyteller. It's yeah. essential to what he what he did back then and then he splits the guitar acoustic on the left acoustic on the right and throws his vocal right in the middle and there's you know he always had great players i think tommy west was his producer but the a great second guitar player and that's that's the to me that's like nirvana you throw like a really good upright player and a, a bass and a piano and you're you're off to the races yeah and, and he was he's just so good the writing was so good time in a bottle is Jesus I mean, it's, Christ, it's a great right? metaphor and beautiful song still yeah i love boy, i love all of his stuff and uh uh the good thing about jim croce is we've talked about many times always looks 65 years old <laughs> <laughs> died at 30 yeah. yeah oh man died at 30 looks was he 30 i think it was 30 right? something like that 33 maybe he was young yeah but he looked 65 years old he has a son aj croce what do you you like aj yeah i think he's good he's uh, a piano plays piano for yeah you know i'm i grew up with his dad's music so you know i, I still am really tight with his dad's music but um, I've met AJ a couple times. I think he's great at what he does. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know his music as well, honestly. But he was performing at the uh, the um, when I played in Lake Tahoe. The comedy club was in one room, and then there was the uh, jazz Catalina or whatever it was called. And he was in there one night. Oh, all right. And uh, stopped. It was great. Yeah, it was great. But it, it, but you kind of it's weird. You kind of like, hey, you're really great. Do some of your dad songs. Like <laughs> you want to hear the because you don't know yeah. you don't know what he's yeah. playing. Yeah. So it's like just throw a couple in. That's like the Julian Lennon syndrome of yeah. having to mm-hmm. live in the wake of your father. And, um, but, you know, AJ is a piano player, first of all. So he, I mean, he plays guitar as well. And he has done tribute shows for his dad. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty spooky to watch. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a piano player. So I think he's got his own, he's made a name for himself on his own terms, which is, which is great. Um, I just bought Julian Lennon's Velat on vinyl uh, for one ninety nine. Uh, oh wow! Last week, you listening to vinyl? I am. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, almost exclusively at this point. Wow! And um, I'm thinking of doing the album in vinyl. We just uh, yes, waiting until the end of the summer to get the this version out. 
You so, uh, you should do that. Yeah, because uh, I will listen to it uh, more than I already am. Okay. Yep. Uh, we'll do it just for that. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jimmy says, guys, it's called the Jimmy edition of the. Yeah, album. this is the Jimmy Deluxe version <laughs> of the record. Who wants to make twenty bucks, children? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to put vinyl on uh, some put sleeves? A sticker on this. <laughs> um, all right, let me say hello to Garen Cocker over very quickly. Garen Cockrell's over there. He's looking terrific. The hair's growing in nicely. Hello. Uh, anything important happened over the week? Over the, we haven't seen you in a week. Yeah, it's been a while. What's going on, dude? First place in trivia last week, so we first place back. in trivia. Yeah, and I have nice. the question, and it's it's something you're gonna like, so I wanted to make sure I had go. that okay, question. All right, all right, else we buzz in. Buzz, oh, buzz how in. Did, just say, buzz, say do name. this and say your name. Okay. In 1970, what was the first? What's the category? Music. Okay. Okay. All right. Wait. Category is music. So this is where we would now bet our points. You bet your points. All yeah. Right. We okay. did 25. Out of well, remind us how how many? Out of twenty five. Okay. You, you put Max all twenty five in for music. Okay. Yeah. All right. I am too. I'm all in. Twenty five. I'm not. In nineteen seventy, what was the first rock act to play the Metropolitan Opera House? At the Met. In nineteen seventy. Hmm. I'm gonna say El- the aforementioned Elton John. You like that at all? Um. It, it's definitely possible. Or was he still doing the Troubadour in 1970? I think that's more a Troubadour. Yeah. I, I would say Elvis. You think it's the, the king? Only because he had a pension for operatic kind of vocals mm. at that era. I do feel like, yeah. It's, but I can it, tell from Garen that's, that, that's not happening, <laughs> clearly. It's like, <laughs> man, if that's your poker face, <laughs> you, you must be good. We did not think of Elvis. Did oh. You, did you guys get it right? We got it right. You got I it right. I got it and right. And also didn't actually. think of Elvis. Wow. You got it right. Yeah. Wait, wait. Say it again. G- give me the question again. In 1970, what was the first rock act to play the Metropolitan so, Opera House? Oh. So, so it's not Barbara Streisand. It's, right. a, no. it's a rock act. Rock rock act. So it's a rock oh, yeah. act. Mm-hmm. Maybe David Bowie. That's a good guess, too. I'll say Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I like that as well. I was either thinking I, I, about I, I, Queen. Real, oh, right. I kind of thought that, but I, then Queen I felt like was, that was, might be too edgy for that year. Like, I feel like it's maybe something a little bit older, uh, like like, a, like, like the Beach Boys or something. Tom Jones or something. Like, I went through yeah. the gamut of guesses. Like, I thought, well, well, is it the Beatles? But I guess they were already done. They were done. They were done. They weren't touring. 69 anymore. was uh, their last show, Up on Top of the Roof. Oh, right. That's, that's a double up top. That is. <laughs> <laughs> up top, up top. Kid's yeah. on fire today. That's the uh, second funny thing he said. I, I thought of Led Zeppelin. Okay, so it's not Led Zeppelin yeah, based on you Led saying Zeppelin. you thought of them. Yeah. All right, give us a clue. Are they American? Think, no, they're not American. The Who. Oh. It is The Who. The Who. Oh. That was my second wow. guess after it was the other four names. Tommy, right. Tommy. Oh, that oh, makes sense. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. Smart. Because that show was sort of like theater, right? I think yeah. it was a storyline for mm-hmm. some kind of rock and roll theater yeah. album. And are they doing that now? Is this orchestra tour they're doing? Or are they doing Tommy again, or are they doing Quadrophenia? I have no idea. Boy, I hope it's Tommy. Mm, I don't know. They're coming to the Hollywood Bowl, and I think in October, for mm-hmm. a nice brisk concert. <laughs> be out in person. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of big shows coming in October, which is, like, Logic just announced he's coming in October, which... It's Did, not for you. It's I guess you 100% some, for me. You also mentioned some big shows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's somebody else. I can't remember right. who it was. But late, like maybe Sarah Bareilles is, but something. They're all yeah. late, late. I think she's in November, actually. Is that at the Hollywood Bowl, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be freezing. It's going to be freezing. Yeah, that's a that's Is cold. it, though? November I, would be rough there. I yeah, it should be freezing. Remember L- we, last year, last year it was summery. 
till late October. But you know how it is. One week could be summery, the next week could be ice cold. So, but I go by because I heat the pool based on whether or not there's enough cold days in a row to stop heating it. And we didn't have more than two in a row, so therefore I was it was still summery enough. So I because I think I went to November like third or something where it was still hot at like eighty to ninety degrees out during the day. All right. Seems like it's getting later and later every year, guys. I don't know yeah. what's happening. I've heard some some stuff about science maybe being involved, <laughs> but I don't believe it. No, no, you should believe it. <laughs> what, what happened? They're, they're calling it climate change. Yeah. Oh, that sounds people, fake. People are saying people are calling it climate change. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy it. You yeah, don't buy it? Sounds uh, made up. Are we still playing trivia or is that the one I question? I think that's the, that's the one. one. Sorry to let you down. Wow. Yeah. Hey, it Matt, is. since I saw you last, you've grown a really surprising beard. <laughs> I mean, surprising how great it is? <laughs> uh, well, that and yeah. for one, but the fact that you can grow a beard because yeah. you, you have the face of a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> Youthful, yeah. Yeah. I'm going the other way with it. Yeah, um, it, lo- it's, it looks good. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's hanging in there despite Jimmy's complaints. He's he's not a fan. Although you oh, finally really? you finally said that you do like. I it. I said I liked it, but why do I want you to get rid of it? There was a reason behind it. I don't know. I don't think you're a beard guy. I don't either. But uh, it's it's. I, I think I'm sticking with it for now. You losing it is going to feel extremely drastic. It's going to yeah. It's, you guys, I are think gonna, it does fit you. Oh, thanks. So, but we're coming up to the summer be, months. Yeah, well, I, I did say once. Which could I be told could bleed into November? Yeah, that's <laughs> so. That's when I'll start growing my beard again. November third, it sounds like. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to shave it once it gets to be in the 80s on a regular basis. You should play. You should play a game with it because uh, you can you can give yourself like uh, like I, what I have, or you can give yourself some mutton chops. Like oh for yeah, a day. you could. I. I I have done that, like I've done the just a mustache for like five minutes, like you know, and then yeah. I hate it, and and then I. I'd like it. to see you do one show in here with a mustache. With just a mustache, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I, I think I yeah, I'm I'm willing to do that. And wear the wife beater and <laughs> really short shirt, right? right? Or, or go Tom Selleck with the, with the I'll be the guy shirt. that you hate, yeah. Go Tom, Tom Selleck, Magnum PI, Hawaiian shirt. No, no, why not? Because I just don't want you interrupting him. <laughs> That's you know what. <laughs> We're back. Oh, we got no, a meeting no. again. Wow. All right. I was hoping we'd get out here early. Back on. Well, we got a second show. Mm. If yeah, everyone in this that. room had a mute switch, no one would talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> he still would. That'd be a fun game to give each person <laughs> right. someone else's mute switch. <laughs> ah. All right. Hang on. Eleven. It's 40. amazing <laughs> how many people can can talk on this program, mm-hmm. and you still manage to understand everybody's. A line of thinking it's, it's like there are multiple conversation at times that happen yeah yeah that's because these idiots won't shut up usually it's very clean and clear we'll blame it on them they start having a sub conversation in the middle of another well, one well they they provide color yeah they do. color commentary to the the match <laughs> the ping pong match that's on the table here all right yeah. as a reminder I'm just put it down uh, you see that i put down 1140 elliot magnum pi yeah so we'll know exactly what to discuss in the push on me all right um, all right, Garen, anything else happened in the past week before we hear another song from Ellis Paul? Oh, no, why would you wait? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love this guy. Just work. Are you on new meds this week? I'm not, I, and I mean that complimentary. You seem to be in a, in a, in a, be, a bubbly mood. You seem to, you're the bringing hair. the funny. Is it a, a, little bit, a little bit of money in your pocket? What is it? Maybe, I don't know. Doesn't Just, he seem a little different? Doesn't he have a little bit of a uh, more uh, upbeat disposition? Last week we were all tired from Parkathlon, yeah. so maybe you're just well, noticing. Explain the last six fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
Have you guys been at this for six years? I, no, no, we've been uh, at it for, for 14. Oh, right, because yeah. I thought, like, how do you get, to, what, what are you at, 2,500, 2,600 shows? No. Uh, we're at 2,400. 2,400, uh, 24 seasons. 24 seasons. Well, actually, I should look that up, because we were approaching 900 at some point. And we oh, because yeah. uh, you number it with the... What what's with the numbers? It's, each, it's season each and then there's oh 20, okay. 20 each year has two seasons. All right, like uh, like television. I was confused. Yeah, it, yeah, everybody is. We've chosen to make everything as impossible as uh, as we can. Uh, you guys make my rides. I have you know, oh, man, I just crazy drives in my life, and you guys make them bearable. So thank you oh, cool. for thank that. You. Well, yeah. thank you for listening to us. Um, Oh, I was wrong. We, we, we did blow past 900 already. We're at 923. This what is are you going to do at 1,000? I mean, that's coming yeah. up, right? Quit. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. Cause, uh, cause you we got to celebrate, right? But we already do the 12-hour marathon for yeah. Podcastathon, so it's like we can't really do like a, a long show. Let's do a 1,000-hour right. episode. Oh, oh that's... Wait, <laughs> so that's humanly impossible. Is that a month? Yeah, I don't know. What it's would be? Four. What's 1,000 minutes, though? Let's do the math on that. Have you ever compiled oh. a, like a best of show like yeah. the best snippets <laughs> Elvis, we uh, compiled the best of and put it on cd uh you know a show you can get for free on the internet we <laughs> right. decided to put on a cd but, and per and uh for so purpose. just guess how, now we're at episode 923 guess how many episodes we had we had done when we decided to do a best of now well, 500 what Oh, you'd think. 30. 30. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was about 30 or 50. Uh, uh, and those 30 were still available online to hear. Yeah. So wow. that we, we did a best of that we was the it'd be most fun. unnecessary CD ever. Yeah. I thought it was fun. It was fun to have. Did you sell some? Or? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a few. Okay. It took a long time to sell the yeah. batch. Yeah. The, the thousand, right? Isn't yeah, I think we finally did sell them out. But. Yeah. But yeah, I it think was, a vinyl release for the thousandth episode is a good idea. Oh yeah, but wow. what would it be? I mean, it might be that best of from season one. Oh yeah, top thirty. <laughs> and your and your two jokes from today. <laughs> Everyone gets their hits. <laughs> yeah, what do you got? A thousand minutes Nothing. is sixteen point six six hours. Oh, what is it? Sixteen hours. Sixteen is what? A thousand, a thousand minutes. Thousand minutes and a thousand a thousand oh. hours would be forty days, roughly. So. Okay, we're not going to do that. How long is no, the podcastathon? Twelve hours. <laughs> So if we did a 16-hour show... Jesus. I mean, how, Jerry went longer than that, you pussies. Jerry <laughs> <laughs> was there the whole time. He was also all roided up. That's true. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. And no, uh, he didn't. Mc, Ed McMahon would take over at night. Oh, he... Tom Dreesen would show up sometimes. Yeah. Steve Allen. Uh, Tony Orlando. It was right? a relay. Uh, Steve, Allen, Steve Lawrence. Or was Tony Orlando. Tony O would do it. Yeah, he oh, had a lot. So take back your pussies. <laughs> <laughs> we're, make no mistake, we're pussies, just not for that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like an idea of a 16-hour show. Mm. Will that be at the same time as par next year's Parcastathon? No, I think it's going to hit in like February, January, somewhere around there. That's probably good because you don't want them to compete. Mm -hmm. Different yeah. part of the season. Yeah. yeah, seasons change. We know that. But what would that be classified as? Because that's almost like getting a season full. Un unlistenable? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> but like a 16 hours is, uh, well, it's like eight episodes. It's eight episodes. Yeah. Which is a third of a season. I think you just do a live show where past guests come on. And just talk about how awesome the show is and how great you guys are. <laughs> that sounds great. Why not? That's not a bad idea. Jesus, I, I can't believe one person in here agreed with that. That's a good idea. <laughs> what, are you guys still doing a live show? Oh, Out yeah. on the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're so just in what's one, one more? Yeah, that's true. We could, right. we could do something like we did that we did that for the 500th episode all right so we have to do a live we'll, we'll figure it out. This, yeah. is, this, this is off air. But at the risk of, of adding to our post-show meeting... Uh, producing again. How about yeah. a roast? <laughs> no. 
No. Elliot, the, the key part of your title is video producer. <laughs> you're not you're not editorial over there. You're just you're just flipping. Cameras. Hey, look, I I preface it by at the risk. We did a roast for my bachelor party, and I I never need to have that happen again. I enjoyed Fair it. Enough. It was great, but I don't know if I need. Uh, well, it would be the 15, roast. 15 new years of shit the shit on me about. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be just you. It would be Elliot, the roast of the show. sure you, you think he can that take that? I get roasted every day. I can handle it. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle you it. You can't handle it. I love you a can't roast, handle it. but I don't know if I can handle it. No, there's no way. You guys can't handle it in here. Mm. You can't. <laughs> you can't, and you can't. So I love roasts, though. A I full do. roast of me... Uh, but who doesn't love attention? I mean, I think anyone would like a roast because it's the attention's on Again, you. Again, my bachelor party was the greatest. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it's all about you. Yeah, it's three hours people talking about me. Even <laughs> yeah. if they're making fun of me, I don't give a shit. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Attention hey, is attention. Right? Jimmy Shorten is a hypochondriac. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Bring it. Yeah. And if you could say that cleverly in, with humor, great. Yeah. So much the better. Uh, all right, let's hear another song. Uh, all right. Can I request? I think so. Hey, what I wanted to talk to you about uh, is, uh, I found interesting, is on the liner notes. Yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, this may be the first time there are some, uh, other than the Woody Guthrie, uh, which you co-wrote, though, uh, because with God's Promise. Uh, this yeah. is the first time maybe where it's a non-Ellis Paul composition. Is this the first time? Yes. Yeah, there are a couple, two songs on the record. Which two? Um, Election Day. Election Day and uh, How You Say Goodbye. All right, and why uh, are you going off-site? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I teach. I teach. I run a songwriter's uh, retreat in Connecticut for four days, and then I teach around the country in pockets. Kerrville Folk Festival in May, uh, in August. I'm doing a place called the Swannanoa Gathering, and then the New England Songwriters Retreat is my retreat in September. And along the way, I get to hear all these up-and-coming people, and, and some people are just hobbyists who are great songwriters, and I heard two songs that I just flipped out about. One is Election Day, and the other is How You Say Goodbye. Um, and I just loved them enough to put them on the record. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, I, I haven't learned uh, how to perform them yet the way that I want to. So they're still in the, you know, I've got about four weeks to get them up to par before the tour starts to celebrate the record. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I won't play them here, but it, they're great songs. One is, uh, sounds like a Woody Guthrie song, Election Day. It's a guy, guy named Mikey Brown out of Atlanta. And uh, when I heard it, I just had him play it over and over and over again for me because I just like, God, I just love this. Sometimes you get hit by a song you can't, even me who dissects song constantly, like you probably dissect jokes, like you, you just don't know why you like, you can't explain why you like it yeah. so much. It just does it for you. And both those songs are like that. So cool. And Election Day, I mean, it was very, uh, well, not maybe not written about this time, but it applies very much to yeah. this time, right? Just yeah. And there, well, there is a, a video of it online on YouTube. Oh, if you want to put Ellis Paul Election Day, I did a little paper puppet video. It's pretty, oh. pretty cute. Yeah. Cool. I missed that. Yeah, I didn't really announce it too much because it was way before the record came out. All right, uh, uh, but it's, it is a great song uh, that's on there. Uh, you also have another uh, topical song on the album. Yeah, uh, are you? Are you? Uh, I'm there, yeah, you're there. Uh, this is. Uh, I want to say it's the, the uh, Battle of Charlottesville. Is that what it's called? Yes. I apologize yeah, for that's it. Um, why don't you explain? Well, I, I live in Charlottesville, right. and um, it's just, you know, Charlottesville's been in the news not for great reasons in the last few years. So there was a, a serial killer operating out of Charlottesville, and uh, and then, of course, these this march that happened, and three people were killed, and it was because of a statue and of Robert E. Lee that's uh, downtown and uh, created all this havoc and woke the world up to 
you know, what the under undercurrent of, of our society uh, has in it. And, and then, well, recently, fortunately, we won the NCAA uh, basketball championship. So that's the, the best news that's come to town for a while. But I wrote a song uh, called The Battle of Charlottesville that was about that day. General Robert E. Lee is sitting on a stallion right in front of me. The town says they're gonna take the old statue down. So, white supremacists come snaking through the streets like something out of Genesis. I can't believe my eyes, neither side is gonna back down when the war. Fighting for is born out of something disgraceful. You ain't fighting honorably, generally. Friday night out on parade with the Citronella Tiki torches. Townspeople left the porches to block the way And you could hear the hate in the words they shout The cameras caught their faces for the torch blew out You should've worn your hood, you're up to no good Tomorrow's judgment day When the war you're fighting for Is born out of something disgraceful Protest was canceled. A helicopter crashed. It got too hot to handle. Two cops died. Skirmishes broke round town. Three lives blown out like candles. A president who loves a scandal. He wouldn't take a side. People died and Heather Heyer got mowed down When the war you're fighting for Is born out of something disgraceful You ain't fighting honorably, generally For a hundred and fifty years Come so far, but you haven't moved an inch. We will not flinch. There's no one here to lynch. When the war you're fighting for is born out of something disgraceful, you ain't fighting honorably, generally.
It's a great song. Thank you. It's a great song, and, and, and I, I, I don't I don't remember you being a, a such a finger picker. Uh, is that new for this album, or you've always? It's a lot more. You know, my voice has changed a lot, and and having to overpower the the guitar pick and strummy strummy bigger songs. Um, it's I figure this is just where I'm writing right now because I'm trying to take it easy a bit, and uh, my voice got torn up after you know five thousand shows. Of so. Um, so I'll, yeah, and, I'll, and I, you know, it's my favorite kind of like the, just the Jim Croce style of you know, just two weaving guitars in and out of one another, and, and uh, so anyway, I'm very proud of that song. And you were talking about like where does where do song ideas blend with instruments? And all I was trying to do is trying to assimilate something that would be written in the 1800s. You know, it had to have that sort of like marching kind of um, Civil War era kind right. of thing going on. And it had to be a minor key because of the subject matter. And, you know, so I fell right into the guitar part and just wrote, 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 wrote. And, you know, the song was twice as long to start out with and I had to wow. cut it down and call it down. So... Were you in town that, I, I, I'm not dismissing what you just said, but it, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, kidding. I, I'm 100% kidding. Yeah. Uh, were you in town that day when that happened, or were you on the no, road? No, I came in on Sunday, the day after it happened, so I was in the sort of the aftermath of it. And, um, you know, and uh, people have written songs about it, and there's been whole, a whole, you know, essay, comedy bits, there's like everybody, and it's going to be a very big focal point of the next election because it was one one place where trump messed up where almost everyone can see it yeah publicly and uh and so, sort of just shows his insensitivity and you know if not as racial bias but um definitely as insensitivity to you know there's good people on both sides pal yeah. <laughs> good people on both sides <laughs> oh ridiculous yeah yeah, yeah. yes uh, but you are out there fighting it, right? As a yeah. uh, as as a troubadour, a traveling troubadour. I know that song's going to get a lot of attention, actually, because yeah. because of that, and um, especially in my world, in my circle, on on the uh, left side of the dial, and public radio stations, college radio stations. So, uh, and I'm trying to get the video, you know, and I'm going to do it at the statue, and um, since I live there, it's an easy photo shoot, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll probably pull in snippets from the news programs, and including Trump, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Smart. Then the CIA will come knocking on my door. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I disappear in the next couple of years. Well, we got evidence right here as to why it happened. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, good, all right. right. Mm-hmm. Although, I guess we'll cut that part out, right? All of that, including sure. that song, because we can't oh. have that kind of uh, <laughs> tension on this program. Yeah, yeah. That should be your theme song. Jesus <laughs> uh, I, I, you know what, there's people out there that probably think it already is. The, yeah. We've uh, lost a lot of listeners over the last uh, yeah, few years. I've heard that, yeah. Uh, I, I know you guys aren't afraid to talk about what's happening, which is great. That's all we're I mean, doing. Yeah. Just talking about what's happening. Yeah. If you're somehow offended by us pointing out the obvious. Uh, well, every president makes mistakes. Um, he's just doing them daily. Yeah. <laughs> daily. Uh, and on purpose? A faux pas, I think. <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah, and on he's, purpose, is that what you said? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I'm still getting through his uh, 4,000 tweets from this past weekend. Just, oh, God, again. Oh, really? Just nonstop. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. Some uh, pundit said, uh, was on MSNBC and said, uh, it's going to be raining tomorrow, so get ready for 49 tweets from our president. Because he's and got nothing to do. it was literally like yeah. 53 tweets. Like, this wow. guy nailed it. Wow. Because yeah, he couldn't go golfing or something? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just sitting around, nothing to do, so here they right. come. He's wow. the president. Even Look, I don't like Donald Trump. Wait, what's up? Oh, well, wait a minute. We're going to have to ask him to leave then. But, but Aaron, <laughs> were you aware of Elliot's views on Trump? Wow, now we know. So much so that my mic didn't work. I was not. Okay. All right, well, that. go ahead with this new information. Go ahead. Go on but here's list. the thing. He's the president. How many bad things could he be doing instead of tweeting? He could be, he could be doing all sorts of stuff. With all that time. Just be glad that he's oh, no, I'm, the kind of lazy in addition to being I, bad. I mean, that's that's fair, but it's just like, what kind of a what kind of a schmuck do you have to be that that's what you're doing with your time? Well, mm-hmm. let's see. He's also tanking the Dow with, because of China. He's sure. also getting ready to go to war with Iran so we can win yeah. the election next yeah. year. Um, what else? No, right, get off your soapbox. <laughs> this is for the after show. Could, if you guys want to do your yeah. political roundtable, <laughs> do it on he's your own time. He's got so many. He got Wasn't six. it heavy enough in here after <laughs> my The battle of Charlottesville just happened, <laughs> and here <laughs> comes China. <laughs> Who would have thought that we were going to get political after that song? <laughs> thought we were going to have fun. <laughs> you mentioned the Final Four or whatever. I want to talk about basketball. Uh, oh, yeah, no interest. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. Let's yeah. take, a, let's take a se- our second break, and we'll be back. Ellis Paul is uh, going to be here. A couple more songs, hopefully. Mm-hmm. If all goes well. And uh, I'm going to make a note. When did he bring up? <laughs> 11.57. Mm-hmm. Look at me commit to this bit that's going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're writing down the time on the clock, too. That's not helpful. Like, was, Right. Is it locked in be, with the, the, the clock <laughs> yeah, somehow? Should, yeah, it should be. You should be writing down the time code of the show. Yeah, you make a better point. All right, so we're at one on my clock. We're at one thirty-four. So eleven fifty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted uh, in the in the uh, ledger. All right, so uh, Elliot sucks. That's what I wrote down at eleven fifty-seven. All right, we'll be back. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Ellis Paul is on Twitter at Ellis Paul Songs. His website is ellispaul.com, which right now is the only place you can get the Storyteller suitcase. That is his new album. And uh, based on what we've heard today, it sounds like it's going to be awesome. But it will be available everywhere at the end of May, so uh, you can get it on any major uh, streaming platform or purchase it uh, wherever, you know, digitally, all the usual places. But if you want a, a CD right now, or if you, even if you want the fancy deluxe suitcase um, that comes with all sorts of cool stuff, go to ellispaul.com and check it out. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And I can't wait to hear it myself, actually. I haven't had a chance to grab it yet. So I'm doing it. You should, too. Jimmy Pardo is going to be at Go Bananas in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's this weekend, the 17th and 18th of May. And then he's going to be at Acme in Minneapolis at the end of the month, 31st of May, 1st of June. Uh, go to JimmyPardo.com. Click the tour link for all his dates and deets. No Never Not Funny Live stuff on the horizon, although uh, secretly we are working on a couple of things. So uh, stay tuned to NeverNotFunny.com, and you can click the tour link to see any upcoming shows we're doing there. While you're there, if you haven't gotten uh, Podcastathon 19, the download package yet, then uh, do that because it's $29.99. You get 12 hours of video files, 12 hours of audio files to consume at your leisure and the proceeds benefit smile train we're going to bump up that uh, that total even more than we already have we do have a, a, a total actually we'll, t- we'll tell you on the next episode what we uh, what our new total for the year is but i'll give you a hint we broke another record so we're very excited about that and uh so yeah check that out on the players club episode coming up sunday until then uh listen to the rest of this great episode and enjoy ah talk about challenging hiring is just that oh boy oh boy you like that sentence at all 
Would you want to hire out somebody else that make me <laughs> speak more clearly? I'd like to hire a new host for no that line. No kidding. Jesus, what a disaster that was. Uh, it's hard to find quality candidates, Matt. It takes a long time. There's too many applicants. Well, hey, there's one place where hiring is simple, fast, and smart, and that place is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Zip, zip. Hooray! Zip, zip. Hooray! We finally hired someone. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. They don't stop there. They keep going. Well, they sure do with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As now, app- when you use that powerful matching technology, do you ever look at it and go, is this too matchy-matchy? Do I do that? <laughs> no. Okay. Because it can't be too matchy no. when it comes to jobs. No. This is the granimals <laughs> of hiring. Okay. Where it matches, but not too much. Great. Right? You got lion-lion. Mm-hmm. Bear-bear. That's how the granimals work. Yeah. You wear a, a pair of pants with a tiger on it. You wear a shirt with a tiger on it. Okay. You know those two items will go together. I'm not 100% sure I knew that's what the granimals were. Oh, yeah. That's what they were. I thought that was like a morning show. Awesome. They, I've just been told they're awesome. Okay. I wish they had that for grownups and also for food. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, a great. I wish I had your mic on. We all have wishes. <laughs> uh, applications come in. ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlights the top candidates, so you never miss a great match. This is in bold, so I must say it. Please do not interrupt me. This is in bold. I do not want to be interrupted. I won't. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Damn. Oh, can I interrupt you now? Now you can. Damn. Call to action. I cannot be interrupted again. <laughs> right now, listeners of Never Not Funny can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter dot com slash pardo c-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r dot com slash p-a-r-d-o that is ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire hey everybody welcome back to the program episode 2414 ellis paul is here i'm doing that thing that i this is a new affectation i'm doing where i'm doing that a lot with yeah. remember the other day where the was it because you're are you are you bleary-eyed no I don't know what it is, brother. I can't talk about it. There's a lot of light in this room, I gotta say. <laughs> is it a lot of light? Yeah. You think that's what it is? Yeah, those. That's true. This is very much an office space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Do, you want to go say, you want to go, go go story for the rest of this episode and turn all the lights off? I mean, if you want to, I could do it right now. You can see what it looks like. Just this little Wait, glow. what would happen if you did yeah, it right turn now? Turn off the overheads and see. Well, we've done it before. Yeah. Maybe. What would happen if you turn off the overheads? Is that enough light it's, to? It, 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 is, it is ghosty. It's ghosty. It is, I can see you. I mean, if you want to try this. Well, let me ask you a question. People pay money to, to watch this on the internet. Is the, I mean, I'll somebody will complain. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? We don't know what it uh, looks like. You can like trust that. your audience <laughs> to right, complain. Right, I love that. All right, you stay you, there. You go over there and oh, see what it looks like looking, on the monitor. Okay. All right. Uh, why, don't, uh, why don't I sit in your chair so you okay, can see so how I All right. This is, this okay. is unprecedented. And then you can I like see how, how I handle the gypsy yes. globe. Yes. So this is a... Uh, yeah, there you go. I can see the future, and it's the lights work. are coming it, on again. It, it does again. have a haze to it. There's I don't have headphones on. There. Are people talking? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh. Ellis is doing I, a reading. I, I, um, what do you think? I think it looks horrible. I uh, mean, it's not the same as the normal. Okay, hang on. Let me throw the lights on. All right. Yeah, this isn't... We're not We're not lit for this. Oh, that's yeah. much better. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, we've worked very hard to create this look, but... Yeah. What's going on with my hair today? Why is it all weird and spiky? 
thought you got a haircut. I was going to ask you. About no, that. I didn't get a haircut. I was oh, thinking about getting a haircut. haircut. Oh, you, do you I, have I, a camera? On, it is a little spiky, though. Do you have a camera on you as well? There. Oh, that. Of course. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's got a camera. It's a fish eye. Wow. Okay. I see. Oh, you got some cameras hidden that I didn't even. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cameras in here. There's a lot of cameras in here. There's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Some would say too like much. Mar-a-Lago or something. <laughs> <laughs> We're also doing facial recognition, so like we can match you up to any crimes you've committed. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's not long. We're not long for that. Remember yeah. when that young Asian woman came in here with the uh, the hard drive? No, I but don't. That, oh, that I get it. Yeah. Oh, very good. She had a thumb drive, though, right? Uh, she had a thumb drive. She had a thumb drive. Yeah. I said hard drive because I'm an idiot. Uh, all right, let's check in with you, Elliot. How are you? Your weekend? Uh, I'm doing fine. What's uh, happening behind you? VVI. What's yeah, that? that's the thing we talked about. I don't remember what it stands for, though. It, what, what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Something about Video Village, I think. Oh, oh video, vi- village. video Village Idiot. That's right, the Video yeah, Village Why couldn't idiot. you spell it out? I, I said I was going to do VVI. Isn't that and what I said, no, don't spell it out. No? Spell it out. You, what, you don't want the word idiot behind you? I, I can put it up there. That's fine. Well, can you at least put Video Village? Sure. Behind Video Village, there he is, the idiot himself. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, that's horrible. Well, don't do it now. It what do you mean? Like, I mean? Is it any worse than all the other uh, disparaging but, nicknames you've given him? Look at how he's, he had them already. Yes. That is weird. Is it? Kind of. You, you, you pretended it's like producing. you were surprised that we asked you to do it, and well, then you're like queued up. Yeah, guys, I wasn't going to video. It's already go. Like pulls a curtain down, and it's already set. Uh, anything else happening before we uh, hear another uh, tune from? Uh, you know what? Why don't we hear a song? Okay. All right. While well, you do that. Okay. Uh, are we allowed to request? Uh, yes, that would he be. He just told that story. <laughs> Wait, was that off air? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what story is that? The one that was off the air. Oh, that one. I'm just, I, I apologize. I love the, um, uh, the, 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 the uh, say your last name, please. My real last name. Are you, are you comfortable saying that? Oh, yeah. yeah, thing. yeah. Pr- yeah. Prissy. Plissy. Plissy with an L. Yeah. You spit all over the See, that's why I have a stage name. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. people would say Prissy or, you know, or worse. <laughs> what? Pussy, pussy name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, uh, so I'm a pussy too. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're all pussy. We're circle. all pussies. Let's put our, red, our pink hats on. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, this is a true story of a Plissy family reunion. Yeah. Reunion. It go is. ahead. You explain it better than I certainly could. Well, uh, my family, uh, since the 1860s, I had a, uh, a relative, Wesley was this name and he served for the union at Gettysburg and got shot there. He was in a main regiment. I can't remember which one. Um, eventually I went to Gettysburg and saw the place where he was when he got shot, which is cool. But uh, as part of his you know, payment for the sacrifice he gave, the government gave him 150 acres of potato farm up in Washburn, Maine. And every generation of my family has produced a potato farmer until now, <laughs> because everyone knows big money's in folk music. Uh, so uh, every every year we would go to the family farm, and my grandparents had nine kids, forty five grandchildren. It was always this massive, chaotic, drunken fest with all my aunts and uncles, and uh, and this is the story of of the family reunion in nineteen seventy nine. It's a true story. Grandpa's drinking whiskey on the sofa The sofa's in the middle of a bonfire Bottle rockets and lawn darts flying Nobody died, I 
and everyone was trying. It's my family reunion. It's the summer of 79. Oh, there ain't a party till the cops show up with four fire engines and volunteers and pickup tries. The flames from the farmhouse are 30 feet high. It's a five alarm fire on the 4th of July. True story. Pails and kettles filled to the brim with wild strawberries. The screen doors cracking from kids running back to the woods. We told Grandma we found Uncle Terry's homegrown pot plants. She said she'd leave them in the well if we are good. Oh, there ain't a party till the cops show up With four fire engines and bearded men and pickup trucks The flames from the farmhouse are 40 feet high It's a five alarm fire on the 4th of July Forty grandkids climbing the apple tree half naked Uncle Fred's underneath his truck with an acetylene torch They say it only takes a spark to get a party going Well the car caught fire and then the garage then the whole damn porch Ah there ain't a party till the cops show up With four fire engines and vikings and pickup trucks the flames from the farmhouse are 50 feet high. It's fire alarm fire on the 4th of July. Oh, burgers flipping like horseshoes out on the back grill. We're trying to get a family photo taken, but 40 kids won't sit still. Aunt Diane is flashing the camera with her boobies. Uncle Buck is rolling something he calls Monster Doobie. There ain't a party till the cops show up with four fire engines and pirates and pickup trucks. Flames from the farmhouse are a hundred feet high. It's a five alarm fire on the 4th of July. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Seems like the whole town of Washburn, Maine came to the party. Kids were shaking Polaroids they took with the firemen. Yes, the farmhouse did burn down. But not the memories And Aunt Diane She sure did make herself a few new friends Ah, there ain't a party till the cops show up With four fire engines and serial killers and pickup trucks The flames from the farmhouse are a thousand feet high It's a five alarm fire on the four Oh, it's a five alarm fire on the fourth of July Strawberry shortcake, three stacks high. Smoke them if you gotta let the fireworks fly. It's a five alarm fire.
All right. All right. Several follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Missing the laugh track there. I hope people are laughing at home. Um, we were not laughing out of respect <laughs> for the song. <laughs> but here's my questions for you. A, uh, do you still have the family reunion and do you show up? Uh, there's going to be a family reunion this July 6th. Uh, it also marks up my uncle and aunt's 60th wedding anniversary. Wow. wow. So you'll be or there. 50th, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking. My daughter's birthday is on the 5th, so I need to find out when her party is. And uh, But I'd like to go, yeah. When you show up to that, do, do they force you to perform? Or do you just, like, that's your day off, I just want to be with family and, and relax? Yeah, we only, like, we were, it's a musical family, so if there's, like, a bonfire or something, we'll sit around and play it's guitars. It's going to happen anyway. Yeah, it just naturally happened, but no one expects me to do that. But they're, they're, they're great. It's a, it's, a, it's a fun bunch. But it was a fun song to write. It actually happened. The, the farmhouse burned down, and I got pictures of it on my phone. I can't wait to do the video. Oh, oh wow. Great. Because you can animate, you can animate photos now. Yeah. So with the flames, I can make it look like the the flames are actually rising out of the house, cool. and the smoke is billowing. And uh, it's gonna be, it's <laughs> how gonna old be were you when that happened? I was fourteen. Wow. Yeah. It's nineteen seventy nine. And again, uh, thinking in context of the guitar, I wanted it to sound like a John Prine song because it was seventy nine. So you know that kind of finger picking pattern mm -hmm. and then i wanted to include a lot of things in this from the 70s like polaroids being yeah. shaken and lawn darts and things that aren't around <laughs> right, anymore you right. know doobies i don't think they stopped calling <laughs> it doobies do people still play with bottle rockets it i don't like. think so. i think there's too much too much liability for yeah bottle rockets i remember we used now. to be able to buy those little things they looked like double a batteries that you would put right, inside them yeah. like and it was just dynamite put basically it a, put it on a coke bottle and just aim it at your sister i think if you go to indiana you could still uh, get all that stuff yeah yeah i think that oh, those right, yeah. people uh, enjoy doing that they have warehouses where you can pick it up right at the mm -hmm. border yeah it's uh, so here's my uh, my main question is uh, such a personal story and such a crazy story. Yeah. Why album 20 does that song show up and not uh, earlier oh. in your career? Well, this this album uh, is based around days out of my life. Hence the uh, uh, sh the Charlottesville song. It was about a day, a specific diary kind of day. And the storyteller's suitcase is around really about the broader days of my life and how I live my life and the story of my life on the road. So yeah, every almost every single song is about a specific day that I wrote down. I'm just burning out of relationships to write about. Like, you know, I've written about friends, girlfriends, first wife, second wife, you know. It's just, I've, I've written about everybody. So now it's more about, uh, about days. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's check back in with Elliot. Elliot, any, uh, over at uh, Video Village, anything of uh, import happen over the uh, the past week? I'm not super important. I uh, I made I made celery cake. <laughs> Put some olives in it. No sugar. <laughs> it's not really cake without sugar. Not, so not super important. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says celebrate like a celery cake. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it was. Uh, it wasn't as awful as you'd think. It was edible. I, I, I speak for everybody. What the fuck are you talking about? What, what is so a I celery was, cake? I was going to make a carrot cake. I planned ah, to make a carrot okay, cake. Okay, fair uh, enough. Right? But then my carrots had gone bad. Oh, boy. And I was like, well, I'm just going to make this for myself. I had some celery. Oh, God. <laughs> so I decided to uh, give it a shot. Does it have an Asian taste to it? It should have. <laughs> that would have been. If I put some ginger in it, I think that might have made it a yeah. little better. Yeah. I still have some of it, not with me here. Why would you not bring it in? Such a because because mm, I I think it's 
It's okay for me to eat. Let's put it that way. I would like to sample the celery cake. But you think it's actually dangerous? No, no, no. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that's true. You mean okay as far as uh, it, it tastes like it tastes awful, but you can tolerate it. it that's more of the case. Yeah. Will you make one and bring some in? Sure. Oh God. I want to try some celery cake. All right. So just right. because carrots and celery are kind of like neighbors on the the platter of a party, you felt like one would substitute for the other just fine. <laughs> I just I had I had celery and I and I'm look I'm willing to experiment. I've made uh, I've made spaghetti sauce with plums instead of tomatoes. How'd that go? That actually goes really well. Uh, the the, you know, the yeah it goes well. <laughs> so it sounds like you are willing to experiment. Mm -hmm. You're a maverick. <laughs> In a word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some, sometimes some things work and sometimes some things don't. I, this, is, know, this is middling. I think you undersold this. I think this was super important. <laughs> <laughs> you might have changed the course of culinary history this weekend. Uh, I think you got to go on shop. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is, there, is there some kind of a, is there a, like a death penalty for cooking? Because that might, I might get that. Oh, God. Um, I think the, that, that just happens naturally when you eat something. <laughs> it's really bad. That's, that's why we don't have that kind of law. Uh, it's called yeah. botulism. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, hey, this is completely off topic, but uh, since you brought that, did anybody watch SNL over the weekend? Yes. I didn't get a chance. Uh, uh, we're only about uh, we're mm. through the news. Okay, I think it's a phenomenal episode. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that Emma Thompson is. Oh yeah, uh, she's great. She's great. Yeah, she's all great. the accents. Yeah. She does the American accents. Really yeah, well. really, really good. And Although the, the did news you see, was great. Did you see the um, the the what is it the, the the etiquette training for etiquette for yes? What did you think of that? I thought she was hysterical. Yeah, I felt real uncomfortable uh, with a white woman hitting a black woman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I know that we're not trying to be too politically correct if we don't have to be, but at the same time, it felt weird. I, I did not. I, I just saw the comedy. I'm, I don't yeah. have my head on my ass uh, well, like you do. But uh. <laughs> well, I thought if it, if it had been a white dude, would I have been? Would I have felt the same? And I would have not felt the same. And that's what made me feel uncomfortable. Do you want to explain it so that uh, we can know what you're talking about? So <laughs> go ahead, you explain. So uh, Leslie Jones is playing a character who's a relative of Meghan Markle, right? Yes. And she's there to uh, to see the the new baby. Mm -hmm. She's like the third cousin, so she's yeah. a little. She's got some. She's like a street. Got yeah. it. Yeah. And so she needs somebody. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. And so they bring in the etiquette coach to teach her how to properly present herself. They leave them alone in the room. And when uh, Leslie Jones does something wrong, she smacks her in the face or knocks stuff out of her hand or whatever. <laughs> oh my and God. hits her over the head with that, a chair. That, that, yeah. It sounds really racist, racist <laughs> to But me. it's not. It, it, it's, uh, to me, it's, oh, it, it was so over-the-top cartoony that yeah. it, that it, it definitely worked. was over-top yeah. cartoony. But at the same time, I could see somebody being offended. And like I say, if, if it was a white dude getting that treatment, I wouldn't have had a problem at all, which mm -hmm. is what made me think maybe there is something to my feeling uncomfortable. So, that's I, all. I, I, I will tell you, it crossed my mind for 10 seconds. Okay. And then I, once there, it's chairs and ridiculous. It, I sure. just, I, it's like, it's the same with that family guy thing where, you know, Stewie is beating up. Uh, Brian, the dog. Brian, the dog. It's so ridiculous that uh, unnecessary violence that I thought it was funny. I mean, I, I I'm also a racist. <laughs> Let's not take that off the table. You, you must have hated that I song. I saw you marching in Charlottesville. Yeah, you were there. Uh, I felt that I was on the other side of it. I was like, I'll listen to his song. In fact, Jimmy's going to sing you a song that he wrote. It's, it's the other side of the story. Here we go. Fine, people. Uh, I, have no, I have no talent to even improvise. I'm not Wayne Brady. I can't come up with a song at the drop of a hat. Uh, all right, so you made your celery cake. Anything else happen? Nope. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I basically, I, I, I was still recovering from Podcastathon. And you're by recovering, you mean sending us, uh, laying the emails. 
You were Trump-like in your boredom at home <laughs> that you would look at well, something and then you would send us your your findings. I, I, here's here was my thought process, and I knew that I would get this response, but <laughs> I I felt like we always forget later, mm, and yeah. so a few things occurred to me. Some of them were like for next time we do park castathon. I, I, I'm just busting your. Pill. I know but, you are. But then, are we ever going to go back and read those in 11 months? Probably not. I mean, I will. Maybe. Okay, good. Uh, I I was trying to figure out a way to organize that all, and then I didn't do that. But oh, um, we could talk to Rich about that because he's got yeah. a bunch of notes. So sounds like on. you could have some time where you're waiting for that cake to rise. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also, I think this, you know, I lose track of time. But I believe I was also getting part castathon. Like ready and done. And I up. know you were, Ellie. Nobody. I'm, well, no, I'm. My brain is a little bit. Still I mushy, just know I that you sent emails that I, I'm halfway through. <laughs> and and here's the thing. This they're, time you're 100 percent right. They're lengthy. Sometimes I, I write a sentence time. and you give me this comment and I'm like, really? Mm. But this time there's multiple screens. Well, especially on a phone. When when you're looking oh, at yeah. a phone, it's like, oh my god, when, when why won't this end? <laughs> but your emails are like the quantum realm. Like you go in there and time loses all meaning. It doesn't matter how many words it is. We're, just, we're all just like, what? Was it has 5 years passed? What happened? The, <laughs> well, then you should you should probably read them before you go to bed and be a nice way to go to sleep. Oh, okay. With rage? <laughs> I'd be full of rage if I read those before I went to no, sleep. Yeah. I'm don't They're not coma inducing, they're rage inducing. Oh, I see. How many days a week are you guys in this office doing two. this? Two, at most. Usually two. two, yeah. And then you're all doing work outside of it, just mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. prep and prep. Oh, there's post. no prep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you think there's prep in this, wow. then uh, this yeah, is, this, this is. This is I it. write about 300 songs a year. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get what he's talking about. You need a prep. team of songwriters. Yeah. No, I, uh, well, I just hire Christian Bush. I just have him do it. Oh yeah, he's good at it. Um, I said, just give me the ones you're throwing away. Yeah, he's, he's very good. Are they back together? Sugarland back are. together? They are, and um, I'm happy for him because it's it's. I mean, it's honestly, it's a cash cow. They do so well, and it's a huge source of income from them. And um, not that they struggle apart, but um, you know, it's they, and they great. They're they're doing great music. Really, it's it's uh, it's pop music in a way that I, I find really entertaining, and fun, especially when friends are doing it. Yeah. You know? I like so. them. They're uh, and then she came on Conan, uh, Jennifer Nettles. Yeah, I say she came on Conan, mm-hmm. and then they came on. Wait, what's the name of their? When they when Christian was there, he was not there with her. Yeah, he was. Does his brother have a band? His brother was in Train for a while. Was and, Train on? Um, and then he quit Train and joined full time uh, Sugarland. So oh okay. Well, Billy I, Pilgrim. Billy Pilgrim was Christian's band before Sugarland. Oh, that's no, the only two listed as associated acts. Yeah. Yeah, maybe were they there with Jennifer? Were they there? With, they wouldn't have been there with her. Maybe that they would have been. Maybe, yeah. Hmm. Makes no sense to me. Brand might solo. have been playing with her. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Anyway, they were very nice guys. Yeah, they're great guys. Uh, great now, when they go on tour again, uh, I know you open for them on a tour. Is that something that is in the cards again? It may be. You know, it's not exactly. You know, I'm not built for a twenty thousand person crowd. <laughs> right. You know, this is why they don't have Joni Mitchell do the halftime at the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 you know, so. Uh, yeah, they've uh, and I'd have to assemble a band for it and and do all the higher energy songs and uh, so it's it was really fun to do that that four four show run with them that I did. But last summer I went on the road with them and just wrote songs uh, with Christian and the tour bus uh, mm-hmm. with Lindsay L, who was their opening act, and the three of us just wrote. So you know I'll probably travel with them quite a bit, but mm-hmm. in shows when it makes sense. But Neat. you know, all right. But it was fun, man. They really treat their people well, you know, and uh, 
I remember the last day the they have like you know a masseuse on the road with them and and uh, lobster feast at the end for oh like God. they have eighty people on the road or something like that wow. that's crazy and that's when things are really big for them and so yeah yeah nice Sugarland do you like Sugarland Rose she's got a beautiful voice I do love I her I like, voice I like Christian I haven't too. done a I haven't I haven't done a deep dive into their catalog but I think I would like it I think I, you would I like everything I hear of her voice and yeah. whatever she's done and her so. solo album is really good yeah really really enjoyed that. Mm. And I like pop music. So if you're telling me it's like country pop, that's, yeah, that's yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, and it's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of theater to it. I mean, it goes cool. outside of the country realm and mm -hmm. gets into the sort of the art rock stuff that's very hmm. unique for country music. Yeah. So they, um, and he's a good, I mean, he's a good songwriter. Out. You know that. He's yeah, a good producer. He's a great songwriter, great producer. And um, I think, didn't I say that when she came on Conan, it may have been the best performance ever on Conan? I don't remember you saying that, but it's possible. I'm trying to think who I, because I, I remember saying her and Blah were the top two, and I can't remember who yeah. the other one was. Hmm. But she was she owns, amazing. She owns the stage. She's yeah. like one of those. Oh, it was Macklemore. It was not Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say about Macklemore? They should do a duet. <laughs> Macklemore and Nettles? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be a... But, uh, you didn't enjoy Macklemore. I remember that. Oh, I remember. That's like Peaches and Herb. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, reunited. Reunited. But then we saw we saw Macklemore live, and you enjojoyed that show. Oh, you know what I did? But he's, when he was on Conan, he stunk. Hmm. He might not have been ready for that yet. Like, he's kind of... I mean, I'm not a big you, fan. You but know what? You might be right. Like, I think he's figured out how to. But when he opened for Kesha, that was he was great. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. mm -hmm. co-headline. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> like he's he did that show, and then everyone had kind of checked out. <laughs> like she, her set was just That's like a the, weird mix. I gotta say, it is very. It was I, very weird. To this second, don't know. We were there for Kesha. Yeah, I don't know. But we were. That's true. It's oh, yeah, embarrassingly yeah. true. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well, she can sing. She's got some pipes. Her last album is flawless. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Great pop album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just heard a song of hers like in the last three days. I'm like, who the hell is which that? one? Do you this remember which one it was? No, there's no way. No, I can't remember. Is it praying, maybe. Oh, or? praying, mm. dude. Is it a slow song? It was kind of a ballad, but yeah, she yeah, like really praying. like let the voice out That's of the it. bag, yeah. and it was like, holy cow, who, I, I don't recognize this. That's what I mean by like I would probably like Sugarland because her most recent album is a little. There's some country flavors to it, but yeah. it's a pop album, and uh, yeah, I'm all I, like I, before that I wouldn't have said, hey, I, I'm interested in that, but I'm definitely on board with that kind of vibe. I'm telling you, Jimmy. Yes, I heard. <laughs> so go ahead. I listen. Uh, <laughs> do to loan me your CDs or whatever you must do for. I got them on Apple Music. Okay. Uh, you, uh, Matt. All right. So you went to Disney yesterday. You went to see uh, Les Mis, which you didn't care for. Probably, probably a mistake. We had these tickets that expired, so we we're like, let's use them. It's too bad you can combine them like have like <laughs> Disney characters playing yes. out. I they, probably would have preferred that. Like this. Yeah, like Goofy is. Yeah. I don't know. He, yeah, cast that. <laughs> well, Mickey would be Jean Valjean, obviously. Right, he has yeah. to be the star, and then Donald, of course, is Javert because yeah. he's always an antagonistic to Mickey. Um, See, that's a hit already. That's like yeah, that would be teach the kids <laughs> really? all the right. classics, and then uh, then Minnie would be Cosette, I guess. Minnie would be Cosette. I think so. She's not Fantine. No, no, that would be Daisy Duck. Maybe it would be Fantine. I don't know. Generationally, it doesn't really work that way. Maybe Mickey isn't Jean Valjean. He's not Javert. Maybe uh, he's uh, you can Marius. Bring Star Wars characters in here now. <laughs> oh right, yeah, you could right, do Darth Marvel Vader. and Star Wars. Yeah, do whatever. Yeah, oh, Disney. Right. <laughs> the whole Disney universe can be Disney in owns it. I think. Disney owns me. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. They got a little piece of you? Yeah. You know, actually, I, I play at City Winery in New York City, and um, 
I'm like, I wanted to set up the next show at City Winery while I was, you know, there and to mm-hmm. say, you know, can I come back in the fall? And they're like, oh, Disney bought the, the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, no. So they bought the whole building and they're moving offices in. So they get bumped out and Yikes. they're going somewhere else. But yeah, Disney is, it's just a madhouse corporation. Yeah. Just like it's eating the universe. <laughs> Well, we're really war- you know, scared about global warming, but <laughs> we should be more worried about this. Disney? Disney, yeah. Disney's the onslaught of Disney is maybe even more drastic. <laughs> yes, there's a large mouse-shaped shadow <laughs> just <laughs> right, encompassing just the globe. The U.S. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do another song. Okay. And then let's uh, uh, scram. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as a reminder, very quickly before we get to that, uh, Playing Games is now available. Uh, in this feed. In this feed. Yeah, you probably have already seen the Jamila Jamila episode show up. Uh, enjoy that. And next week, uh, we don't want to spoil who the next guest is, but there'll be a new episode next Tuesday. That comes out every Tuesday. Yeah. And this comes out every Thursday. Yeah. All right. Just wanted to make sure I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. There's no other business? I don't think so. Uh, all right, well, we'll say goodbye at the end as well. But uh, nope. Uh, Once the song happens, we're all going to leave the room. <laughs> I'm out of request because I am. Uh, <laughs> I've got a good one here. I think. Oh, good to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the album. All right. Just want to tune this for a sec. Well, the whole album's great. I'll tell you that. Uh, my favorite on the album is, is, is "Scarecrow in a Corn Maze," which is a piano song. So you, uh, right. Uh, but I just wanted to tell you uh, publicly that that's my favorite uh, on an album of great songs. I really put a lot of effort in that song. It's about a soldier with uh, post-traumatic stress who comes back and uh, robs a grocery store, but just asks for a hundred bucks. You know, it's, it reminded me of, um, it was sort of written about that, uh, Billy Joe McAllister, the Tallahassee Bridge. What's the name of that song? I can't remember. The day the Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahassee. What is the name of that song? Is it that? No, it's something. Karen's got his typing fingers on. Boy, who's the singer? Oh, to Billy Joel. That's, That's it. Billy yeah. Joe. Sorry. Wait, wait. <laughs> give, give, give me the initials of the artist. It's a woman. BG. Bobby Gentry. Yes. Thank you. Oh, nice. Total babe, by the way. You like Bobby Gentry? Yeah, and a great songwriter. She wrote it and uh, recorded it. Pretty much a folk singer. You know, it's just a, that's just a story song. Mm-hmm. But but you never know why he jumped off the bridge. And they never say, you know, which is the great mystery. And you never know in this song. Um, Sounds like the, a Javert situation. What, what the money was for. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let me get this. Dude, I want it to be good. All right. Sorry. Here we go. All right. Match for you. Yeah, pop that over. There we go. Alice Paul doing something off his new album. Song Someday. This morning I drove by Hearst Castle. Oh, you drove uh, uh, you were on the, from one. the north. Oh, from Big Sur, right? Yeah. So, um, and this that was kind of what inspired this song is uh, building a pl- in a place that's beautiful, but of course I can't afford to build on the northern coast of California. So that, but that's where this song starts. It's called Slingshot. Fog is up and the moon is rising Laying a blanket of white on the ocean for you Are you living in the morning now? A two-lane highway in California Beautiful woman beside you Scolding you Are you living in the morning now? 
world could use a hero Cause lunatics are running a shop I'll be your one-man army I got a stone and a slingshot We could build a castle Or a cabin on this very spot With a view of the ocean And all the money we don't So off the new album, four four tracks we heard off the new album today. Fantastic, love it. It's still morning. It's <laughs> hard to sing that song this early, guys. It's twelve forty. Well, it still feels like morning. I don't care what <laughs> you say. Basically, it's basically morning. It's morning in musician hours. <laughs> now you guys are all up. You're partying all that long, right? You're doing your dope, your your cocaine, your heroin. I get it. Uh, nah, I was I was up in Big Sur filming a video. That's what I was doing, but it was pretty late by the time I get to a hotel. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have assistance on that or are you just up there filming it on your own? No, it's self-made. You know, I have a selfie stick. I look like an idiot on the side of the highway, you know, like singing to the mm-hmm. selfie stick. So it's a self-made thing, but I've, I've, I've been recording it all year long, like for the last year really? for oh, the cool. video. So I'm, you know, there's, there's images of me in St. Louis, there's images of me in Boston, on, in Maine, um, Washington, DC, the Blue Ridge Mountains, Golden Gate Bridge. 
you know, just me in this this shirt, wearing this shirt for like a year <laughs> in all these different places. Right. So there's consistency in the um, in the look and uh, just getting video. So it's, it's, really cool. it's very homemade, but it's it's going to be great. And for what song will it be for? Kiss me because I'm gone. Kiss me because I'm gone. Which Coming out this Friday. When, when's the show airing? Thursday. Thursday. All right. Yeah. So tomorrow. Awesome. Um, you also are doing these uh, these window concerts. Concert window, yeah. Uh, concert window. Uh, explain that to me. I, I mean, I know what it is, but to the people that are listening. Yeah, it's it's uh, just a show from my home. You know, I sit and uh, I'm doing one. God, I can't remember the na- the date. Maybe the 26th of March um, of May, I should say. 26th of May. It's on my website, but it's um, I'll be doing songs from the album. It's sort of the album release on concert window, and you can come in, and I'll be sitting in the living room uh, delivering songs to you in person. And uh, much like this, there's hardly any any applause <laughs> so uh it's it's kind of well it is like this very much it's just me in front of a camera very much doing what you guys are doing except i'm alone i'm just talking to myself and uh, uh so yeah that's do you uh, see feedback uh like yeah there's a feed that comes up and yeah. rolls and um you know we we've had from anywhere from 100 to like 400 people tune in it's been nice. a lot of fun that's great so, yeah and i don't have to travel yeah to, to make the money for yeah. it so Tickets are next to nothing. I think they're like a dollar you can get in on the show, but then there are perks, you know, and things you can buy and tips and that kind of thing. Awesome. Right. So. All right, is a place to get that. Thank you for being here. Uh, always, always pleasure, great. guys. Good yeah. to see you both. Good to yeah, see thank you. It's our honor. Uh, all right, on behalf of the other one over there, there's the Pop Culture Beach. Funnier than ever today. There's Garen Cockerell behind Video Village. That's the idiot. That's, uh, I don't I, you know, it turns out I don't like that. Calling him, idiot, you, calling him an idiot sounds Feels harsher cool. than you mean it. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Uh, but today I do mean it. <laughs> the idiot. That's Elliot Hopper. Uh, it's the Hunter Matt Bell. I have our friend Ellis Paul. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.